like casually cutting preambles that I really enjoy and all that sort of stuff. What what, what bit of the preambles last? No, I'll give you. We didn't, we didn't have a lot of the work with last week, but if I, there I is felt, stuff there, I, like I the will do it. If there is stuff there, I will do it. I, I love doing that stuff, but um, <coughs> <coughs> sorry, but there's a preamble. No, it's not me coughing. Why? I've just I've just read I've just read a a comment from a. Twitch chat that is just I've never had fire poops from food before. Is that weird? Yes. I, I, I don't. I, it's probably weird. Yeah. Yeah. I've had the hot poops. We've all we've all been there. No, we definitely can't use it as the preamble. Nope. Can't have one <laughs> nope. Can't go near yep. that. We can't well, have another one talking about poops. I think there'll be plenty to go on. Hello again, Internet. It is the Game Engine Start podcast for the 19th of August. August. For August. 2014. My name's Callum. <laughs> My name's Ewan. And I thought we were in a drought, Ewan. We kind of are. Are we? Yeah. We are, well, you know. There's not a lot of new games out. No, there, no, there's not a lot of new games, but it does let you go back and do your back catalogue stuff. I'm which supremely bored. <laughs> are you really? <laughs> yeah. Okay, fair enough. Well, you should be bored, because as our official spokesman of um, Gamescom over in Germany, how have you been handling the situation? I'm the official spokesman, am I? But you're in Germany right now, right? I'm At a... Gamescom. Uh... Reporting from the floor for GameEngineStart.com. Am I? Am I supposed to be? <laughs> so one of the big... I, think, I think there's an email you didn't send me. So one of the big rules of improv, right, is that you start... <laughs> I'm not yes-adding your bullshit, alright? <laughs> you just... You take it, and you say yes, and you just run with it. That's I basically... I don't want to what... yes-add your bullshit. Oh, well, I'll not yes and your bullshit next time. Is that fair enough? <laughs> so, how have you been the past two uh, weeks? So bored. Are, like genuinely, are you actually bored? Like I thought, uh, not, not terribly bored. I, th- I thought I want I want something new to do. I thought that when you accept Dota into your life, you will never be bored again. Yeah, you still you still play Dota and you enjoy it and stuff like that. But there are times where like your team isn't online and you don't want to solo queue because solo queue is garbage. And mm. I just, oh, I'll hundred percent agree with that. Yeah, and yeah. so you don't do it. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I can I can understand, but I, yeah, there's not a lot there. But, the... So have you actually like cleared out your back catalogue? Like, you still no, uh, no, not entirely. There's still yeah. one game to go. What's the game? Wolf Among Us. The one I wanted you to play. I, I, right. Okay. Well, that will lead straight into this. Okay. I have played the Wolf Among Us. Okay. Th- I've done three episodes now. Okay. I think that game's really, really good. <laughs> yeah, okay, good. I'm glad. So, wait, which one is the third episode? Um, the third, the third episode. spoilers. Oh, God. Uh, you go after the guy. Right. After you discover what he's been doing. Go after the guy. It's what he's been doing. Have you... He's been doing perverted things. And you oh, go after yes, him. yes, yes, yes. That's the third episode. And yes. a, it starts with the bit under the bridge because yes. of that thing. Yeah, I remember. And then stuff happens. Yes. So you're yeah. enjoying it so far? Yeah, it's very good. It's yeah. it's it's another one of the it's 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 not what I expected. Like I knew that it was a game based along like uh fairy tales and a kind of gritty 
modern kind of environment in a city and all that sort of stuff. Sure. I didn't realise how much swearing there would be. Yeah, there's a lot. There's of, a lot of swearing. And like, you have not seen the best yet. Like, there's a couple of guys coming up. Like, have you met Georgie yet? Yeah, I've met Georgie. Georgie is one of my favourite characters Georgie's in that whole great. Thing. Yeah, the, the, the Cockney uh, pimp guy that runs yeah. the Yeah, he's, he's amazing. And there's one really other... Cool. There's one other character you meet, like, I think you only meet him in the fourth episode, fourth and fifth episode, but he's, he's just, like, every third word out of his mouth is, is, is sweary words. It's ridiculous. But, it, it, yeah, I didn't, re- I didn't realise that it would be quite that gritty, where you've yeah, got, like, they don't, Snow White swearing and all that sort of stuff. They don't fuck about. No, like, they don't. They, they are right in, It's they, still really impressive, though, yeah. and it's, um, it's, it's, I think it was the violence that got me as well. Like, yeah, it's, really it's, it's really, it's properly... Scary, like, yeah. Taking like shotgun shells to the face and stuff like mm. that. It's like, yep. I like Bigby like sticking his hand through people's eyes. Yeah, and, stuff. Like, and it's properly it's really great. But it's 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 another one. Of, it's 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 a very good Telltale game, and it's another one of these point and click kind of talk to people decisions influence what happens kind of thing. Sure. But I like I like that it's not the same as The Walking Dead, which is more like. The Walking Dead sets up, sets up a situation and you deal with it through the people and then you move on to another situation. Mm. And The Wolf Among Us, there's a kind of, because you're the sheriff, there's a lot, there's a kind of detective element to it. Yeah, like that. So it, you can, like find evidence and that links into what you're doing and all that sort of stuff. It's almost more of a game. Yes, like, there, there's more of a game. And I've always interested, like again, like with most Telltale games, I'm not going to go back and play it again. Like I've had my experience no, and that's not. it. But I would love to know... If, how badly you can fuck those up like in the first episode in the the investigation with toad like can you fail that or is it just does it just keep you there until I, you find all the bits i don't know it, it, i guess you could feel it well like the thing i noticed was in the kind of detective bits where you like pick stuff up and like link stuff together mm. there's like as it does in every kind of telltale again there's like three cho- voice choice options mm. And there's, like, one that makes sense for the situation and two kind of ones that are a bit weird. Yeah. And I think if you pick ones that are weird and not related to the case, then you just kind of fuck up and stumble over what you're trying to say. Yeah. Like, But, but I mean, like, you still have to... The story can't continue properly until you realise... Until you see what's going on there. So, like, will it just happen, but, like, it'll happen by accident? Like, there's no fail state. Like, it's not going to game over you. Yeah, I assume. True. I don't know. I don't I think know. You could, I think you can only game over in like the action sequences where yeah. someone will just kill you. But. but I mean, it's what I wrote in my review is that it's even. I mean, this is only really the second example of like new Telltale, like mm. after the first season of Walking Dead and yeah. and then this. But their complete mastery of the the smoke and mirrors of the choices in that game, like they. It is physically impossible for them to make a story that branches in the way that it seems like it does. Like yeah. it, they must have like a through line that, that you basically kind of weave left and right on, but it's the same through line for most things. But the way they manage to disguise like the choices you've made made really influencing the story is astounding in that game. Like it just it feels like you are in control of every single part of that story when actually you're probably not, but you don't know it at the time. The, the the coolest one I saw was like uh, you're you're interacting with a character once, and it's like in the in the Telltale games you get if you turn it on that is you get mm. the notifications of like X will remember this. Oh or yeah, like, yeah. influence this. And there was one you interact with a character who's like uh, 
on pain medication and drinking mm. alcohol at the same time. Yeah. And he, like, you interact with him for about five minutes and then he passes out. Mm. And the thing comes up and says, he will not remember any of this. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, that's He's pretty cool. that a couple of times. It's, that's it's a pretty, pretty cool little thing. Yeah, so they, they seem to have... I don't know if it was like they were they almost learned a lot like a lot more than they let on from Walking Dead season one because mm-hmm. they seem to, they seem more comfortable with what they're trying to do in the Wolf Among Us. Sure, they're more comfortable with like the engine and what they can do with it and yeah. how they play with the choices and all that it's, sort of stuff. I mean, like you played the original Walking Dead on PC, right? Mm-hmm. How does that? How does Wolf Among Us compare to the original Wolf Among the, the original Walking Dead? Like, is it in terms of what? In terms of uh, like graphical. Power I think it looks better. Right. I, I and think like the it facial does. animation and stuff. Yeah. I think it I think I don't know what I don't know if they improved the engine slightly between the games or they just figured out how to work it better. Mm. But I think there's a definite improvement between it was the same sort of improvement I seen between season one and two of The Walking Dead. So I of like, oh things just look better and So I didn't see any improvement between season one and two. Like, really? I, again I don't know whether it's because 'cause I'm stuck playing it on PS3, but yeah. I couldn't like especially after playing Wolf Among Us, like I thought season two was a step backwards. And what they were what they were capable of, but it's it's totally probably it might just be the platform I was playing on. Yeah, it might be because I definitely saw an improvement between season one and two. Sure, but yeah, the I would I was trying to do it like I knew I was going to have to talk about something on this show because I, I don't have a lot else to talk about. So I tried <laughs> to do like an episode of The Walking Dead a day. Right, I don't The Walking Dead, both long as a day. Yeah, and like skipped a couple and ended up only getting through three instead of the whole thing. Sure, but I'm I'm really excited to play the other two because it's like they do they do really good telltale hooks at the end of every episode of hey look there's a thing yeah and some of those some of those end, even... one of the end of episode one was like shocking yeah that that, that was... came out of nowhere that was yeah really really good it's like a character you barely met and then suddenly that it was like yeah. uh, it was really interesting they've all been pretty pretty decent good i mean i'm interested to see how you think the ending it'll be yeah, yeah. I, I really want to finish it to hopefully see it do. works the same way for you as it has I don't know. Like, do you but, play the, do you play those games as a character or as you? Like, do you? Uh, I well, I, I I try and play any game that's got choices as me. Yeah. Of like, what would I do in this situation? Like a couple of times already, I've had to pause it and be like, I need to think about this for a second. Yeah. And because it's like there was like battle. There was like one I had to pause and think about for a good couple of seconds because it was like, um, it was like law versus like personal like meaning and all that sort of stuff yeah. it was like the, what's right for society or what you've done in your life and all that. it's just this complete disconnect it was so weird i had to sit and think about that yeah. one for a good couple of minutes I, I wonder if i can't remember if it was the end of episode three or episode four but there's a choice you make that i didn't even realize was a choice um have you met bloody mary yet i just did she comes yeah, up the end of the third yeah so, episode three yeah okay at that same point where you meet her there's yeah. the choice be- with what you do with one of the Tweedle yeah, brothers. Yeah, another one. Yeah, yeah. So that was that. That was the moment that I was telling you at the time where I was like, I made that decision before I realised I'd made that decision, and then went as soon as I did it, I immediately went, that was a bad idea because oh, sure. I, I just got really kept caught up in the whole thing. I was like, right, fuck you, and did it, yeah, and then yeah. went, oh shit, I shouldn't have done that. And then you turn around and Snow looks at you and you're like, oh no. Yeah, there, there's a couple of situations. Like I, like I said, I try and do all those games like, what would I do in this situation? But there's a couple of times where I've I've made a choice because I think that's right for Bigby. Yeah. 
there's my perception of what I think Bigby is as a character, and I was like, the, the, and then they put up a choice, and it's like, well, in, the, in my in my shoes, like I would do X, mm. but what I would do isn't what I feel is right for this character, so I'll purposefully yeah. choose the other thing. Definitely. It's like a weird mix, but this, it's one of the few times I've actually done it. I say I did it in The Walking Dead as well. There was a couple of times where I went, Lee wouldn't fucking do that and stopped it, sure. but. Yeah, so that's, I'm really excited to play more of that. Cool. I hope good I news. hope that the ending's good. Yeah, I, I hope it works for you in the same way it did for me. Yeah. Um, was there anything else? Or was that it? Uh, no, I've done I've done other stuff. Uh, I played I played a lot of Counter Strike over the past couple of days. Really? Because yeah, because the in the Twitch channel that I mod for, mm. um, the guy that runs it like plays counter-strike casually like at the end of a stream just to like wind down or whatever sure and um i've, I've just started playing it with him so i've played a good few hours of counter-strike now and counter-strike's still really good so is this like counter-strike's really, it's global offensive global offensive right yeah it's still really good like counter-strike is still a fantastically well-made it's, game yeah it was one of those things where it was almost the timing of it was really really weird because i think if if modern warfare hadn't come out when it did, like mm. around that kind of area where Source was coming out, it was getting back up and getting really popular again. Yeah, I think that Counter Strike would have been what everyone else was trying to copy, as opposed to sure. everything yeah. being Modern Warfare. Like yeah, that yeah. whole concept of like the round the round system and the one hit kill or not one hit. The... It's basically one hit kill. Yeah, if you hit them in the or, head. They're basically or like dead. when you're out for the rounds and then the yeah. buying stuff. Like there's a lot of stuff in it that's really really new, and I think a lot more people would have copied it. If yeah. Modern Warfare hadn't come out and stomped everyone, true. But then so. Global Offensive, but then Global Offensive came out, and they, someone asked this of like, why did they release Global Offensive instead of just keeping with Source? Mm. And it was because they wanted to do they wanted to do hats for Global Offensive, like they sure. did for Team Fortress, and they do. There's like fancy shit you can get for your guns. Yeah, I've seen some of those up. weapon skins, which are stupid, but it's um, ridiculous. And they still, and they do, they do, they do the. The system of like you 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 don't drop items you drop crates that you have to buy keys for and all that sort of stuff yeah. and so they did that for cats and for esports because they wanted to try and make yeah. a run at esports and they did because there was like professional counter-strike matches happening over the weekend and yeah stuff the like. the spectator mode in that is is remarkable surprisingly robust yeah. yeah surprisingly robust it was really impressive i watched a couple of matches from it and it was like i don't know what the fuck's going on but the commentators are the commentators sure know what they do. They can manipulate the situation and all that sort sure. of stuff. It's really cool because in the the spectator mode for that game, you get um, you get arcs on any grenades that are thrown, so you can see where the grenades being thrown and landing. Mm. And you also get uh, laser aim for everybody on the map. They oh, don't cool. get it, but you you get so you get to see where everybody's aiming and like all that sort of stuff. It's a really cool idea. Cool. Yeah. I played a fair bit of Counter Strike, and you can still shoot people real good in that game. You can <laughs> yeah. still you can still play Office and get an auto shotgun and just run at people and get oh, like ten kills around. Yeah. It's great. We had a um, we had a, like a release party or end of release night out in work. Rele- and... Release of your software, not of some sort of game. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And sorry, work night out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. And we went to a land center for to play a bunch of stuff, and we were like fucking oh, nerds. Yeah, I know. Um. We are like, oh, we should play Counter-Strike, because I haven't played Counter-Strike in fucking ages. So, boot up Global Offensive, and yeah. could not figure out how to start a LAN game in that. Because... I don't know how you do that either. Because uh, CSGO is like, it's like quick match, 
and like set up private server and that's it like we could not figure out to do a LAN match so we yeah. just put it up 1.6 and did oh, it in okay. that and that was so much more fun than anything what, you remember being 16 or whatever yeah, when you were playing and like every gun having a grand total of about 7 polys on it and, yeah it was great oh, it was awesome I do love that uh, yeah so I, I've played a fair bit of Counter-Strike now and that game's still pretty fun to play the other one that I played uh, so remember I was telling you that we started playing Dragon Quest 8 right Oh yeah, yeah. So I've played seven more hours of Dragon Quest Eight. I've, I've figured out what's wrong with that game. I think I've, I think really? I've figured it out. Yeah, I think <laughs> okay. I figured out why that game's not. Enlighten great. me on the big secret behind. Not Dragon only, Quest. not only because it's got like some bad systems and some voice acting's terrible and all that sort of stuff. Is that this is going to sound stupid, but I've got justification behind it. That yeah. game, for everything that you do in that game. It's almost two hours too long for everything that you need to do in that game. Right. Because whenever you try to do something, and I, I, the prime example I've got is, uh, so we got to a point in the game where we needed to get a boat, right? Mm-hmm. We needed to get a boat to go to a different continent. And we couldn't get we couldn't get on a commercial boat because the water's filled with sea monsters, so we had to get our own boat. And Which someone was like, I know, yeah. I know where we can get a boat. There's a magic one in the middle of the desert. For whatever fucking reason, or yeah, like, all right. so we're like, okay, let's travel to the desert to find this boat. Went to the desert, found the boat. Surprise, surprise! It's marooned in a desert because it's Weird. a fucking desert. Yeah, yeah. And we got there, and the king guy who's with you, like the the king of some realm that you're you're wandering around with, is like, oh, this boat. I know this boat. We should go back to my castle. Because my library has books about this boat. Oh, you know, as opposed to all the other boats that are marooned in the fucking yeah. desert. Right. Or like, oh, I th- we should go back to... And I was like, okay, where's your castle? It's directly north of here. Great, so that should be a short journey, right? Nope, you've got to go past the mountain range first. Okay, sure. So you go past the mountain range to get the boat, to get to, to, get to the library of the castle, which was an hour-long dungeon to get to the fucking library. Get to the library to learn and find out that the book you've got doesn't actually tell you anything about how to revive the boat or get the boat working again. All it told you was, yeah, where the boat used to be used to have water in it, which is weird because it's marooned. But anyway, it's like, oh, it used to have water in it. So what can we do to get the water back? Um, We know this guy uh, who exists in the moon realm. I don't know what the fuck it's called, like the Moonglade or something like that, who like grants wishes to people who turn up into his realm. Okay. So like, okay, we'll go back there. So we went back there and he's like, oh, you want water there? I remember this boat, you want water there, that's fine. Um, but my, my magic harp that I use to um, grant wishes and do all the magic stuff is uh, not powerful enough to bring the water back. Sure. So I need this. So I need this other harp that exists I need this other harp that exists in the vaults of this castle that you've been to before so you're like okay right so you go out of that out of the moon realm travel to the other castle get to the guy and be like oh you're like you'd done a thing for this guy previously where it was like you'd let him see his dead wife one last time and like so he's like oh it's you it's it's you guys right I'll do whatever you want what is it we need the harp that is in your vaults right great let's go to the vaults go to the vaults entire vaults have been robbed Oh, for fuck. And you're like, okay, so it's been robbed. What the hell's going on? Oh, look, there's a giant hole in the back. This must be where the robbers came from. Go down the hole and end up an entire new section of that where you fight mole people who have stolen all the stuff. Right. To get to the big boss mole called Don Mole, who is yep. a jazz and soul-loving mole. Nice. Playing, playing the harp 
being like, yeah, funky man, playing the harp and all that sort of stuff. So you beat the shit out of him to get the harp back. Uh, you get so you get the harp to then go back to the castle to kill the king, we found the thieves, to then take the harp, go to the moon realm, give it to the guy, to then get out of the moon realm, go into the desert to bring water back to the area, to then raise the boat, and then get on the boat, and then go to a different continent. So basically my problem with that game is, you try to do a thing, and it goes, ah, but every single time you try and do a thing. It basically turns into, like, the Zelda item trading thing. Yeah, every single like... quest. Every, you can't do a thing simply in that game, because every sure. time you try and do a thing, it goes, ah, wait, or, oh, no, but. <laughs> and it drives you insane after a while. Like, we were sitting... The guy that was playing was having trouble getting through the castle dungeon to get to the library, so I was reading a guide for him. And uh, I was I, I was like reading the guide, and it got to the point where it said, you're now in the library. And I read ahead one sentence, and the one sentence that was in the paragraph after that was, unfortunately, the book that you obtained doesn't tell you anything, and I wanted to kill myself. <laughs> because I was like, we just spent an hour trying to get to this fucking library, and the book doesn't tell us anything. Oh shit, we need to go to the moon realm again. And it and like it's so dumb the game is like I can understand why this game's 116 hours though yeah because the game would be like 30 if it didn't make you go and do 6 other things for every one thing that you try and do oh Christ it's, it's like the equivalent of like what would happen if uh, Gandalf had just made the eagles take the ring to Mordor like just at yeah, the start yeah it was just instead like, of going Frodo go walk halfway across the fucking earth you went Frodo take the ring and this fucking flying eagle we've got right yeah we'll go take it right there we'll drop it right there yeah takes you right there you can drop it at the top of the mountain so that it definitely goes away and fly back no danger no one has to die no wars have to happen or anything it's I was, when we realised this when we all realised that this is what this game was going to be I wanted to kill myself it was so sad that's bad that's pretty bad but we're going to keep playing it so of course yeah you know you're only what 30 hours in now uh no we're like 20 something oh good i look forward to like the many more years of you it's, telling us about dragon i was Quest. so upset is there good like i started to i started to genuinely like that game i got into its charm and it's like it's like okay it's a really traditional jrpg that's got kind of bad systems but eh the character progression's kind of cool and oh look everybody's from middle england that's kind of quirky and the music's really good and the art style is pretty nice, but and then you just get hit by this questing system that's like, here, have this to-do list that's 20 things long. Yeah. And it's really upsetting. Jesus. Okay. That's yeah, that's, 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 that's all I've done. That okay. and I finished Dragon Age 2, so I now have my, I have my pristine 100% complete save ready for Dragon Age Inquisition. Good. It is, it is perfect and it is sitting there waiting for that like game everyone to you want to kill is dead everyone yep, you want every, to... everything that wanted to happen has happened everybody that should be dead is dead everything that needs to be found has been found the entirety of Dragon Age 2 has been played which is a thing that should not ever happen but has happened sure yeah okay. that's it good I'm glad um, you apparently so, however have so played yeah, a kind of stuff. so like I've, I've been in holiday for the past two weeks well past week really but kind of yeah. two weeks yeah, um, and as you can see, I'm taking it well because I'm sitting here with a beer after my first yes. day back at work we, on a Monday. We, we, took, we all took in a show. That's what we did. Yeah, we did. We, we, yeah, that was that was fun. That was fun. Um, but consequently, since I had a bunch of time off, I managed to burn through a bunch of stuff I really wanted to get through. Um, finished Stick of Truth. That, yes, that game goes some pretty horrible places. That game's a fucking South Park game. <laughs> yeah, like if you're not on board with South Park, you will not like that game. Like yep. the whole underpant gnome section like was 
or the oh. se- or or the section with the Mister Garrison's sex slave. Yes, like that the ending section. of that game. Yep. Or the lead up to the end of that game. Like holy fuck. Yep. Um, it was very good though. I it was very funny. It's, I enjoyed yes. a lot of the writing. It was yes. good, but I never want to see that game again. I'm yeah, done. fair enough. Um, was there not supposed to be DLC for that game? I don't remember. I don't anyway, even know. I'm done with it. I'm, I'm totally fine. Um, finally dipped into Proteus. It's one of the free PS Plus games this this That's month. That bizarre drug trip of a game, right? Yeah, like that. That game is just basically a digital dream. Like, it's, yeah. There's no structure. There's no kind of goals or objectives or anything like that. Just you experience kinda, it, man. Yeah, like you just you chase these pro- frogs yeah. around the island and then... I forgot you just chase frogs. That's yeah, like, uh... and it does. And then eventually you work out how to move the seasons forward and and then you get to the final season and then you just start flying. Like, you start flying? Like not even like, like drug trip flying. Like you lift Literally off flying. the ground and ascend towards the moon. Incredible. Like it's... It's so bizarre. It's really, really weird. But yeah, that thing is on PS3, and yeah. you can totally play it. Yeah. Um, what else was there? I can't. I, uh, yeah. yeah. I, I jumped back into SSX because you can't not. I can't not, and also I'd been listening to the soundtrack a bunch, and that's the soundtrack in that game is still fucking great. Oh yeah. Um. Nice. Almost. Always. Bo- all the all the SSX soundtracks. Yeah, are always- I almost booted up SSX three again because I, I got a. I got a PS2 Slim from a friend who was throwing it away, and I was like... That's good, because our, our PS2 is gobbed. Our PS2 is so. gobbed completely. Yeah. Like, I've tried to play stuff on it a while, for a while. Um, immediately hooked up the new PS2, stuck in Guitar Man, and was like, right, let's fucking do this. This is tonight's yeah, entertainment. Yeah. The delay going through my audio unit yeah. is so much that I can't play Guitar Man on that thing. Oh, that's a shame. It's a real fucking shame. Like, and, like, this was... Guitar Man was like... Like mid two thousands? No, I don't even remember. It was yeah, it was definitely mid two thousands. I just don't remember when. In a time where there was no audio sync, like you yes. hooked that thing up with Scart, so of course the sound was going to come out at the same time as the audio because there's, yes. there's not. It's like this single so that's cable. What, that's how that works. Yeah, yeah it's a single you know. Cable. Um, but it's really but now there's, a, now there's this HDMI delay that exists. Yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna have to finagle with the the, the um. Is that a technical term, finagle? Yes, yes, finagle. Okay. Um, Give it a good finagle. I might just have to hook it up in a different way and I'll need to be able to play it again, but yeah, that's good. Um, play so some more Watch Dogs. You then get to experience, uh, what's it called, Flying to Your Heart? or No. Any that, of the, the great songs from your I would have just played B-Jam Blues. B-Jam Blues, Basically yeah. the whole night. Um, God, that song's great. Isn't it? Oh, it's it's just the best. Um, Mojo more... King B. Why Mojo are there more character designs like that? Because the man's a giant jazz trumpet player in a B suit. Because no great. one is crazy enough to do that. The, that that Koei is gone. Like that. I wish that Koei still existed. I know that would be great. I know. Um, more Watch Dogs. I just hate Aiden Pierce more and more every everybody time I play does. that game. Everybody I've heard talking about that game thinks that Aiden's a terrible character. He is! He's just the worst I'm sure guy. He is. And every time you do something, like, he just continually makes the worst decisions. And every time he makes this worst decision, he's like, fuck, did I make a really bad decision there? And you just sit and scream at the TV, yes! Yes, you, you did! did. Yeah. People have died! It's your fault! <laughs> oh. Um. That, that's, a, that's a complete antithesis to games like 
uh, the Wolf Among Us where you do things and you're like, oh, I'm not sure about that. Whereas with Ethan, you're like, yeah, you fucked mm. up. Like, you definitely fucked up. And he's never admitted he's fucked up yet. He's never once said, oh, I probably should have done that. That was a bad move. Like, every single time, he's like, he just goes really kind of introspective and goes, oh, maybe I shouldn't have. Like, that was maybe a bad... Oh, well, kill everyone else. Like, well, it's just, going. he just keeps going. Uh, that game is still fun. I still kind of enjoy playing it. Um, enjoy all the hacking stuff. Yeah, the hacking stuff's fun. And, like, the fact that you don't need to stealth things, the fact you can run in guns blazing and works is kind of yeah, fine yeah. for me because I just kind of want to get through it now. Yeah. And I can just run in and storm the place and it works. Um, remotely detonating people's grenades did... on their belt is still really fun. Yeah, I did like the, uh, the, the options that the hacking gave you in just gunfights. Yeah. Where you could just like make people's grenades explode or yeah. like put up cover and all that sort of stuff. It was interesting to see a mechanic like that that wasn't entirely devoted to stealth. It wasn't yeah. like you would hack stuff to like make things go quietly or whatever. Yeah. But. And I've discovered a really great way to get um to get a reaction out of my well, now fiance is yeah. to sit her on the couch next to me while I'm playing watchdogs and then just drive. Because anytime I like scrape next to a car, she'll just be like <laughs> <laughs> every single time it's so much fun I was intentionally just running into things like I the, the, of... it'll be interesting when you get your driver's license then you're actually driving a car I know the, the, like I between us we will never ever drive <laughs> like we're both really <laughs> terrible at this um, so it's Watch Dogs I jumped back into XCOM last night because I wanted to I got really disappointed that I lost my save when I moved PCs for mm. XCOM so I'm starting again like I just did the Alien Base last night and sure. I'm feeling a lot more comfortable with that game now, so I'm probably going to finish it this time. Oh, that's good. Have you still never finished that game? Never right? finished that game. Yeah. Never finished that game. Um, the, what do you call the big stumpy mech things? I, like the big Ed 209 looking motherfuckers. Um, oh, like, the, yeah, I know the ones you mean. The ones that have the big giant rocket packs on their back. Yeah, and the like... Sectopods. Yes, enormous yeah. amounts of health. Yes. Those things. Um, as soon as they appeared I basically just stopped playing that game like I couldn't yeah. get ugh. Um, so there are the kind of bigger ones that I played was um, finally played the Dep- De- Depression Quest um, yes that it, we, yeah, I've heard about this before it'd be on my list for a while and then it finally came out in Steam um, we'll get to it coming out in Steam in a little bit in news but um, it came out in Steam and they've put um, Zoe Quinn who's the developer put it up for free on Steam sure. um, so I went and played it that game is is pretty great. It's 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 not a game. It's a visual novel. Basically. I was going to say it's one of these things that aren't isn't really a game. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a yeah, it's a visual novel, and it's like it's not even a like a anime style visual novel where there's like pictures and animations. And like it's just bits there's of text. no there's text. Se- sexy anime lady. No, there's text. And why why play a visual novel? That's my question. Yeah. Well, yeah, there's no sexy anime lady. <laughs> you can just like draw them on bits of paper and then stick them over to next to that, the text and then that may work yeah, yeah. maybe we could do that um, but it's like text and music and like Polaroid snapshots of things and that's it um, but it's it's really well written and it was it was one of those moments where like like as someone who's been in counselling or therapy yeah, whatever yeah. you want to call it the way that it they talk about um like the feelings you have going into it and the feelings you have about telling other people that you're doing it. Yeah. They got it so spot on to Sure. Like the thoughts I'd had at the time that I could never express were just like right there in front of it. And I just kept reading it going, Yep, yes, yep, okay, yep, yep. Sure. 
Um, and some of it, like the, the the depression stuff, was or like the the signs of depression stuff, and talking to people about it was was really interesting, and it was it was just really really well written. I don't and know it, what it is. I don't know what it is about gamers, but that game seemed to really resonate with a lot of people, and I don't know if it's related to like video game players being more susceptible to depression or something yeah, like that. I, think, I don't really I think know. It's, it's the case of the, I think the people that, well, I mean, this is a sweeping generalization and I'm, I'm just making, probably making light of a situation. Well, not making light, but I'm, I'm making a very sweeping generalization. But I think yeah. the people who have found themselves deep into games yeah. maybe have the right mental setup well, to maybe yeah. get. Yeah, sure, because a lot of of the reason that people play video games is escapism, right? They're trying to get out of the real world and all that sort of stuff, so yeah. And it's it's definitely, like, one of the big things you see that I connected with a lot, actually, is the permanent overthinking of everything. Like, you would would be reading through the situation, it would be like, there's sections where, like, uh, you talk, um, like, your, your shitty job that you work at, like, the guys in work have invited you out, and you're like, you just don't want to, and you can't you just can't get the energy to go up and then you go home and kind of flump on the couch and then you start going, oh, fuck, maybe they think I'm a really terrible person for not going out. Am I a terrible person? Like, am I just boring? Like, what's wrong? With-? Like, it's just the, the kind of in-your-own-head spiraling that happens. Yeah, sure. They got that whole bit in text, like, perfectly and exactly how it happens. So, yeah, it's 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 very, very good. I mean, like, a single playthrough, if you want to call it that, is, like, 45 minutes, maybe. If you properly take it all in, and mm-hmm. um, it's well worth even just looking at, even if it's not something that's ever affected you, it's just well, it's a it's a good bit of fiction. Even if you just treat it as like a novel, it's a really well written bit of fiction. Sure, it's it's quite cool. Um, finally, I, bu- I picked up the Swapper because it was on PS4 and it was yeah. on sale. Mm. Um, that game's really cool. It's so I've heard. So it's a puzzle. It's a puzzle game. It's a kind of two mm. D side scrolling puzzle game, where the whole central concept is you have this thing that can create clones of yourself, and you can all the clones move as you move. So if you move the stick left, all your clones will move left at the same time, and um, oh, okay, you switch sure. main control to other clones as long as you've got visual sight. Um, and then you get like red clouds and blue clouds. Red clouds will will let you create clones in it, but not switch to them. And blue cloud blue clouds will let you switch to them but not create clones in it and all this kind of stuff. Then you get purple ones which have both and it gets really complicated. But it's it's it really distills that the kind of essence of these puzzle games where it's like that penny drop moment is really, really great every single time it happens. It's once you work out exactly what's gonna go on, it's 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 a great feeling every single time. And yeah. they keep they keep kind of they keep things interesting. They they add new 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 mechanics. Not even mechanics, like different arrangements of the mechanics you already know. That mm-hmm. they kind of twist it. Um, That's always good. In a very good. Game. It and it looks great as well. Like it's this really weird. Like it's all photographed, found objects, like kind of molded into the space station, and sure, it's it looks really cool. Um, interesting. I think it's like a tenor on PS4 right now. I've heard a lot of people talking about it. Yeah, it's very good. Um, so the big one, um, I'd like. I didn't play it that much. For yeah. obvious reasons, but one of the big Gamescom's thing that I thought was really, really interesting was the release of PT. Oh, yeah, that thing, yeah. Which, so basically, halfway through, or like, yeah, but halfway through the Sony presentation, um, I can't even remember who announced it. Like, some, I think whoever was on stage just came up and said, 
There's this thing called PT on the PlayStation Store for PS4. Go download it now, and then yeah. just moved on. You're like, well, what? The f-? Oh, they showed that like a trailer, yeah, of like what this thing is, and it looked it. It's a horror game, right? And you're like, there's this thing on the store. It's called PT. Go get it. That's it. And then just moved on. So I was mm-hmm. like, oh, all right, okay, sure. Watch the rest of the press conference and download the PT. Basically, what it is, it's a for those who haven't been following this thing, it's a the closest I can, the only thing I can find so far that makes sense is that PT stands for playable trailer. Or yeah, they playable, define it as an interactive trailer. Yeah, playable teaser, whatever it is. But it's like a, it's a small section of a game that doesn't let you know what it is until the very, very end. Um, where they basically like, I mean, there's a whole I could talk about this game for fucking hours. Yeah, the base part of it gives fucking terrifying. Like it's I have, scary, yeah. I have played a large number of scary games over my time. Like mm-hmm. I have, I I've done all the fear games. I've played all the Silent Hill games except the shit ones. I, <laughs> which I, you still want to play. You which still is, want yeah, to play. I will, I will, I will finish you Homecoming didn't. at some point. I just never. But they're terrible. Both. I know, but I feel like I need to see it. Really um, bad. I I have an affinity for the Silent Hill series yeah. because I you even lo- played some. Uh, what was I called? Fatal Frame? Oh yeah, I played, played, I played the Fatal Frame games. Yeah. I played um, some of Siren, but I didn't think that game Siren was... Siren Blood Cursed? Didn't think that game was very good, rather than scary. Like, it was just kind of bad. So, yeah. Um, but, this... Is, and I like the Silent Hill... The reason why I like the Silent Hill games is because I don't like jump scares, particularly. Um, like you just like the psychological weirdness? Yeah, like, I like... I like the fact that I can play those games and be creeped out, but not, like, jumped at. Like, those yeah. games, especially, like, later later parts of, like, 2 and 3, are yeah, properly creepy. Like, they are weird, yeah. really freaky. Like, I will I will extol the virtues of the mirror room from 3 till the day I die. Like, that is one of the best horror moments I think I've ever played. But this thing is just... It's, it's too real. It's too... Oh, and it's so the too whole, real. The whole thing is—is is, is it not because a it's in first person mm. and b it's what engine is it? Is it is the Fox engine? It's the so Fox it, engine. Yeah. So it looks so real. It looks like astounding. it looks incredible. Yeah. yeah. Um, so the, I think that's part of the reason why. Yeah. So like, so the whole the whole teaser is basically this whole PC thing. It's only about thirty minutes long. Mm-hmm. Well. That's up for debate, but it's only about thirty minutes. I don't know, I've seen people play like play it for like five hours or yeah. whatever. So it's so. it's basically this L shaped corridor that has a door at either end and a couple of doors in between. Yep. And it just loops. So like you go out the first door, you go in the end door, and it loops back in itself, and it just yep. goes right. Mm-hmm. And that's it. But every time you loop, like shit changes, and. I don't know what it is. I can't quite put my finger on why it's so fucking terrifying. But I downloaded it. I started playing it. And then just couldn't, like, yep. literally four minutes, I think, I lasted. And I was like, nope, done. Can't. <laughs> nope. It's really, it's just creepy. They do the, the really good, well, they do it Silent Hill style thing really quickly of, like, it's just about environment. And the environment itself is just quite creepy for a while, and then yeah. they fuck it up by doing the jump scares with the creepy women. But well, I mean, the jump the jump scares are I mean, the jump scares are fucking effective as well. Oh yeah, yeah they're effective, and... but all jump scares are effective because they're jump scares. Yeah, it's... and it, it does have that good mix as well of like, um... it's got that good mix of of the jump scares and the environment and the the 
audio work in it is just it's astounding but mm. disgusting at the same time yeah. like so much shit happens and the music works in it and the sound effects yeah. and it plays with the surround sound and stuff as well mm-hmm. and it's just it's fucking oh like i watched um patrick giant bomb play through the whole thing and like i could barely watch him play it and yeah. i'm usually fine like Especially with, regardless of what the game is, like, I watched people play through, like, Condemned and all the kind of slightly more creepy games, and, like, that yeah, doesn't really bother me. Stuff. If someone else is playing it, I'm totally fine. Yeah, but that's what, say, that's why I, I don't play scary games, but I watch people play yeah, scary like, games, I very, can't play them. Yeah, it's a different, there's a different thing, but, yeah. like, I could barely watch him do it, because it was, it's so well done. It's so, so well done. It's very, yeah, it's very well But done. the point of the whole thing is, um, you eventually get to the end, and how you get to the end is still up for debate, which is yep. fucking That's amazing. That's pretty interesting. Um, which I'm, we'll talk about in a second, but yeah. once you get to the That's end... Try. That's a transition really well. Yeah. This. Uh, once you get to the end, it is, it's revealed that they just start playing this trailer, and if, if the news hadn't leaked before I played it or watched somebody play it, it would have been the biggest fucking reveal I've ever seen. Oh yeah, it would have been great. You yeah. finish the teaser, you get out at the end... And it plays a trailer saying that Hideo Kojima and Guillermo de Toro are making the new Silent Hill game. And with Norman Reedus as the main Norman character. With Norman as the main character. And it's like your fucking head just, like, as a Silent Hill fan, my head just fucking imploded. Like, as yeah. a fan of Guillermo de Toro's work, of yep. Metal Gear Solid, and of, like, the Silent Hill series in general, like, that was the best fucking thing that's ever happened. But then happened. you see, but you see that it's, it's Hideo Kojima that's doing it, and you go, oh, it all makes sense now. Mm. As to what's the fuck's going on. Yeah, like, everything... But, like, there's bits of that game where... There's bits of the teaser where, like... The, the, the TV starts, quote-unquote, glitching out. Yeah. And it crashes at one point, and... It, but, to, but to be <sighs> honest, this is why that, that PT thing kind of worries me. Is that... If that PT thing is... I, I get that it's an advertisement for the new Silent Hill. Which is called Silent Hills, anyway. Hills, and, yes. Yeah. But if that's where they want to go with it... Yep. Like if that if that's a proof of direction for that game, yep. I don't like it because that's yeah. not what Silent Hill is to me. So Silent Hill's all about like weird psychological stuff and yeah. the the envi- the environment of Silent Hill reflecting on the main characters like mental state and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, and if all it is is like first person Outlast style running through corridors jump scare style thing, that's not Silent Hill. Yeah, that's... I can I cannot see it being a first person thing. Like I yeah, think I hope be... not, but. It's going to be a third-person thing because, like, you you don't get so like an actor like Norman Reese in. I mean, he's not like the biggest actor, but he's definitely people like, fucking know him though. Yeah, yeah, like, he's like pop culture. People know who he is because of Walking Dead. Yeah, and you don't get him in and then make it so it's first person. You'll never see him like that. It's it's going to be a third-person game because one, it's a Silent Hill game, and two, because you paid money for this, dude. I hope so. Um, and hopefully, hopefully. The third person disconnect is enough for me to be able to play that thing, because right now I don't think I'll be able to go near. Yeah, if, sure. If, if that's what this game is, it's immensely well executed, but I will mm-hmm. never, never go near an hour, uh, like a six-hour game of that. Sure. Like I will just, I'll explode. I just yeah. won't. It won't Fair work. Enough. Um. But yeah, it's it was it's a fascinating thing. Like not only from like a technical standpoint or like a, a game standpoint, like as mm. a as an announcement, it's really well done. Like yeah. you don't get much better than that for. Yeah. And it took I can't remember who it was that wrote, was writing about it or talking about it. I can't remember. But they said they were talking about the fact that 
it shows you what kind of position Hideo Kojima is in, where he can go to people and say he can go to like so he can go to Sony and say we want you to lie on stage about what this thing is. Don't and we all we want is like two minutes for you to say here's this thing, here's this trailer, and here's this thing on the store, and then move on. Don't like. That is possibly some of the biggest news they had at their Gamescom conference yeah. was that they had were one of the most res- well not respected but most well known and cult followed game developers yeah. that's ever existed, mm-hmm. one of the greatest film directors that's ever existed, and a and a and a, a property that has been dying out for a new a decent game for a while. Yep, the combination of all of that together would have been a fantastic announcement, and then they were like don't say anything just like tell them this thing's here and they'll work it out i'm hideo kojima i want to make a fake game company in <sighs> sweden and make a fake man <laughs> to announce my new metal gear solid 5 i'm not shocked that hideo kojima has this kind of sway when he of- can make when he can literally make fake human beings to advertise his video game do you remember when everyone thought that that guy didn't actually exist and the Joachim Mongrain that Jeff Keighley was talking to a CG model that was an example yes. of a new engine do you I remember do. that? yep fuck I was... remember I remember people with zoomed in images of that guy's eye saying yes. this is quite clearly <laughs> CG because eyes don't work this way yep yep and that's and this that is, is all an elaborate advertisement for the new Fox engine blah 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 and Hideo yeah. Jima gets a lot of shit but that is the reason why I love the man like, oh yeah he's totally. so weird and does such weird stuff, but in his own way, that it's just it's just so amazing. It's great. It's great. I will love that. I will love that man ever since uh, Metal Gear Solid Four was basically people going, "Here's a ton of money. Do what you want with it." And he made that. He made been, Metal Gear Solid Four. <laughs> he's been trying to stop making Metal Gear games since three. Yeah, and they keep bringing him back and giving him more money and saying, just, "Just go, just do they, what you want." And they brought him back for four by basically saying, "Here's a lot of money. You yeah. have complete control over this." And he basically made a movie. Yeah. And now they've said that again. Here, get here's even more money. Make another one. It's and it's not even is the best. I love and it's not team. even the fact that like they are basically movies, but they play really well as well. Like they are. Apart from the... Four played really well, yeah. Yeah, four played great. Like, the systems in two and three are really, really cool. And they mm. look great. Mm-hmm. Like, they're the complete package. Like, it, the thing that puts people off is the amount of updates on our storytelling that goes on I in there. Hope, I, I fucking hope. love that. Yeah, it's great. I love it. It's really great. Oh, So, yes. Um, so, yes, that thing came out. I watched someone else play it and I still can't sleep properly. Like, yep. that's not... I'm not even going to lie. Like, I just... I can't... It's, <laughs> it, it's affected me since then. It's yep. pretty bad. Um, so yeah, I'm interested to see what that thing is. I think that was kind of it for me. Well, I said, well talking about PT perfectly transitions into news, and yeah. there's a new Silent Hill game coming out. Yeah, there's a new Silent Hill game. Talked out. So the, the interesting parts about the new Silent Hill game is that, um, well, there's two interesting things. The first one is that nobody knows how to finish it. Like, people have got to the end of that. Oh, of, the PT of, thing? Yeah. yeah. People have got to the end of PT, but but other people can't seem to do the same thing, and the more Hideo Kojima talks about the thing about that thing, the le- kind of less clear it gets mm. because he said like so the final so like he just basically went on Twitter once he finally admitted that he was part of it, um, he got on Twitter and said like the last puzzle in that thing is 
exceptionally difficult and he expected to, it to take weeks for people to see that ending which yeah. is even more crazy right that that reveal wasn't going to happen for weeks for weeks yeah um, I, think, just... I think if you expect the internet to take weeks to do something I think you're a bit naive a little bit but the thing is like, people haven't I mean people have seen the ending now but people yeah. haven't worked out how it works oh like, yeah, yeah that's true you scour forums to see how the ending happens mm. and it's just pages and pages of people going nah 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 you wait until the third bell goes off and then you spin in a circle and go backwards through the door and then it takes you to the ending and the guy will go nah 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 it's the fifth bell and then oh, you Christ. wait for the baby to stop laughing but then before it starts laughing again you have to go through the door but yeah, don't yeah. walk and it just goes on and on for fucking ever um, so the only kind of concrete information we have about it is that Hideo went on and said it's a really complicated puzzle it was going to take weeks play it with a headset and that and for, in order to get it properly so one of the prevailing theories are my was favorite was it not the- play it with a mic or something like no, that no he said play it with a headset which I, headset. Think, which I think was assumed to be mic okay but my, my favorite prevailing theory about how you get the ending is that last section um, just gets more and more intense the, as you go on with it um, and basically what it says is that the, the prevailing theory is that since you are mic'd up to the PS4 yeah. as you would be for streaming because a lot of the people mm-hmm. that originally saw the ending were streamers um, that you have to scream basically to like, see it, the ha- it has to provoke a reaction from you for you to shout loud wow. enough at which point the phone will start ringing and the thing will end yeah. and you're just like that's that's fucking genius. It's if that's really what smart. it is, if that's actually what it is, fucking genius. It's really smart. Yeah. That's that's Hideo Kojima showing that he knows, he kind of understands what modern horror games are, which yeah. is like, people want to watch people play them because people are weird like that. Yeah. And they want big reactions. Sure. So screaming, all that sort of stuff. It's great. Like, it, it's, it's weird that Hideo Kojima is designing a game for the PewDiePie generation. Is that you see yeah, that guy's weird. name? PewDiePie, yeah, PewDiePie, whatever his name is, like yeah. he's a guy who just screams at anything, right? Yep. So, oh god. So yeah, I was as much as the fact, even though I did not play that game and it freaked me the fuck out. Yeah, love that it exists and love. Oh, it's great. We'll yeah, yeah. love to see what that thing is. Um. So speaking of Twitch, while we're here, um, Twitch did what everyone was scared it was going to do and um did, implemented did the YouTube with them. Yeah. Yeah. So they still haven't confirmed that Google have bought them, but. Judging by the way this is going, it looks like they're setting up for that to happen. Yep. Um, but they, so it's not content ID, but it's basically content ID. It's basically content ID. So basically, on all archived videos, mm-hmm. um, they are scanned, right. and if it detects, so okay, this is correct as of what's today's date, like the eighteenth. This is 18th. changing daily, but um, as of the eighteenth, it's still the fact that if they detect copyrighted music or audio. Um, it will mute a 30 second chunk the, or the, the 30 second chunk that contains that section Yeah. Um, and will just mute all audio for that 30 seconds mm-hmm. which means that if you only have a 30 second clip that you have on there like you're only streaming a game for 30 seconds and it takes copyright audio you just get no audio on yep, the recording in the nothing. archive um, so yeah I mean it kind of sucks it really does it, it kind of it really sucks that this is the solution to this problem. Yeah, it's, it's really um, annoying. <laughs> but, like, this was... Of course this was going to happen. Like, after the Viacom thing with YouTube, like, 
if if you get to the stage where Twitch is and it's that big, like yeah. something like this has to happen to save their own asses, or like Twitch will just disappear one night. Yeah, like, they'll have a bag more, put over its head and taken into a black that, van. It's the people just, that the people that are worried it's a it's a slippery slope before like now it's just vods, but then it starts happening that the live broadcasts start getting muted, and yep. then. And then, like, Twitch just ceases to be existing. Because the whole, the whole point that Twitch is so cool is because all you're doing is watching people. People are good at the game, very good at the game. Yeah. But they're, they're just people playing the game. And they're, they do what people would do, which is they listen to music or they talk with their friends or whatever. And if it yeah. gets muted, then you've basically ruined the point of watching streams. Yeah, totally. And but, I mean, at the same point, like, it really, really sucks that this happens. And, I, and I've, I've had many conversations with you where you've, you've, sent, me a bit mus- you've sent me music or whatever it is. I've said, oh, this is really cool. Where did you get it? And you said, oh, I was playing, like, one of the streamers I was watching to was yeah. playing it, or mm-hmm. whatever it was. And it's a great way of, like, finding new music that you normally wouldn't be... Yep. Um, normally wouldn't hear. But if all you're doing is streaming, like, league games... Not even league. League's a bad example. Like, if you're just, like... If you're just streaming yourself playing Skyrim for the 20th time while listening to Jay-Z, yeah. like, blasting it... Like... You knew that wasn't going to last long. Yeah, like, sure. Like, that's not... This was going to happen, and you shouldn't really have been doing it in the first place. Like, you should I be... Don't al- know, that, I don't know. Is that technically illegal? Yeah, like, I mean, you're... You're you're, you're essentially... It's the equivalent of why bars need to have licenses. At least, I mean, this is all in okay, the UK, sure. right? But bars need to have licenses for you to be able to play music to more than 10 people or whatever it is. Um... So yeah, like if you're if you're, I mean, it, it's not that much different, really, in the eyes of in the eyes of copyright holders, from you just like sticking an entire album up on YouTube. Like it's it's the same thing, right? Basically, you mm-hmm. don't have you haven't modified the content enough for it to be your own. So yeah, it's just, I wonder. I wonder if you could get that license as a streamer. That'd be interesting. It would cost you an absolute fortune. Oh, and okay, it, and, sure. it, and it would probably be a pair song play. Yeah, okay, fair and enough. also like. If you look at the story of how long it took Spotify to hit the states, yeah, is because they have to negotiate with like the big five content holders. I think it is over there, mm-hmm. all of which have their own terms of copyright and their own money, monetri- their own um, monetization of how streams work and all this kind yeah. of stuff. Like it's, it's such an archaic system. You cannot do that. So all Twitch can do is put this thing on, and then at least that point it gives them a backdoor. If if like. When if like Warner turns around and says your this guy's been playing Snoop Dogg for four hours, yeah, sure. Point one, congratulations. That's a lot of Snoop Dogg. That's a lot of Snoop Dogg. Point, uh, but that's the thing. Like he can't if 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 that's all he's doing while like muting his own game audio and just like playing Splunky or whatever. You kind of can't do that. Like if you're using music in like thirty second bursts, like, yeah, it, like as you're going between sections of your show or whatever it is, that's that's one thing. Like, like I listen to podcasts where on the breaks in the show they will play licensed music for 30 seconds because that's what you're allowed to do. You're allowed to do it for, like, maybe it's not less than 30 seconds. Yeah, sure. Um, but you can't set and stream entire... Like, it, of course this was going to happen. Saying that, though, their implementation is shit. Yeah, <laughs> the implementation really is really, really fucking bad. Like, the fact that this service went live and didn't have an appeal button. Yeah. Um, the fact that it went live and started muting sections of game music, like music yeah. from the game, not licensed music, like music, music from, from the, the game. Music from the game that is being streamed, yeah. Yeah. 
was insane. Yep. The the fact that some of Twitch's own videos get muted uh, was great. Was, was really great. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, they came out afterwards and said like, yeah, okay, so we're making a couple of changes. Like, it's still only going to be VODs. It's never going to be on live. But it's never going to be. I don't it's think probably I'm at sure. some point going to be on live. Yeah. Um, they're working on reducing the 30, 30 minute um, mute block to like to something less than that. Yeah. It should probably be about three or four minutes because yeah. that's how long a song takes. But um, it they need to. It just seems half baked. It seems like this is something they've been working on for a while. They haven't got it quite ready yet but mm-hmm. hey google are looking it, to buy us for a billion dollars so we better get something was, like yeah, this yeah in. right it seems something that was quite hurriedly put out yeah and it's yeah and it's people have started like countering it as well like the guy um sing sing who's a famous dota 2 streamer yeah it's like he's like a professional and he gets like ten thousand viewers every single time he streams or whatever sure. has started just uploading all of his vods to youtube instead yep. of twitch so it's yep. like if you want to hear stuff with me talking which is part of the reason why it's so good because he's a very funny guy yeah go to youtube because yep. yeah it's... So, so i mean so there have been a couple of side effects of this as well where um well the two big side effects was apparently there's been a bunch of um indie artists who have sit who have been like um been on twitter and been on various sites saying here you're like all of my music is not as part of this service i made sure it's not part of this this um search this algorithm that does the scan so feel free to use any of my music in your streams however you want because it's free promotion for them right um so yeah they, they, they said like yeah go ahead and apparently the league of legends twitter account was retweeting a bunch of these guys really yeah apparently oh. that's what i read um a bunch of indie artists are, are doing that so that's one benefit where like if they can if some of the big streamers can get can get in contact with like indie artists and stuff like that and they can both work together to promote some of yeah. this stuff. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other thing is, um, other services are starting to get like immediate spikes in users. Yeah, like Hitbox and stuff. Hitbox like that. is one of the big yeah. ones where they put a tweet like literally like twelve hours after this thing went live and people started seeing the damage it was doing. Yeah, Hitbox put out a tweet saying, "We're really sorry if you have problems with our service right now. We suddenly had a huge spike in users that we weren't expecting." Yeah. So like, apparently, a lot of people just went this is the final straw and it's just jumping ship yeah like twi- twitch has always seemed like a it's always seemed like a company that grew bigger than it could handle very very quickly mm-hmm. um it got super popular in a very short space of time it suddenly got connected to the two big next gen consoles yep and it doesn't have the architecture to be able to support that and in order to get the architecture to support that it probably needs to be bought by a company like google Yep. But in order to be built like a company like Google, it needs to have this kind of shit in it. So it's kind of this cyclic thing. Yeah. Um and it's it's very, very naive for people to have gone Oh, this is this content ID thing is bullshit, we're gonna jump to Hitbox. Yeah. See if everyone jumps to Hitbox, eventually Hitbox is gonna get big enough where they're gonna have to protect themselves as well. And then you're gonna yeah, have to jump shit to something else yeah. and so on and so forth and you know. Um so yeah, it looks the like mass, the masses just want what they want. They don't think about the larger picture. Yeah, it's, but also it seems like have. it seems like the guys who are taking the streaming stuff seriously. Like I mean, I don't mean like do it a lot. I mean like yeah. people like um, Total Biscuit and stuff like that who do this. Like this is their job. They need to start taking it seriously. Yeah, they can't do this shit. Like they need to behave properly in order for this to continue. Sure. Um. So yeah, it's but. Uh, 
it seems like a really archaic way of doing it, but the music industry is not going to budge on any of this. Like, God help them if they actually paid attention to how people consume music these days, because mm-hmm. that, be, that would make far, far too much sense. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Gamescom happened, um, yes, and a bunch of news came out. I'll just quickly run through my list of stuff that happened. Uh, PlayStation Conference, uh, Journey in the Unfinished Swan are coming to PS4 later in yep. the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, blah, 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 blah. PlayStation 4 sold, sold more than 10 million units world, worldwide. So, And that was the big thing. It was weird to hear them say it on stage, but that's 10 million PS4s sold through to consumers. So that's not like we've made 10 million PS4s and shipped them to stores. That's like there are 10 million people in their houses right now with PS4s. Yeah, which oh, that's is pretty good. Pretty great. Yeah. Um. What else was there? What else was there? Uh, DZ is coming to PlayStation 4, which is a really weird announcement. Did you see? Have you watched that conference? No, I've not watched it, no. It, it was... Like it was the guy who made DZ was basically on stage going, "Hey, we made this thing called DZ and it's fucking awesome, and it's now coming to PS4. Bye." And sure. Walked away, and you're just like, "All right, sure." All right, great. Um, probably my highlight of the conference was the or the presentation was the uh, the Tomorrow Children. Did you see this thing? Well, if you haven't watched the conference, you won't have seen a bunch of this. So, yeah. um, it's basically the guy who make it's Q Games, the guys who make the Pixel Junk games. It's sure. Their new game. Uh, oh, cool. Called the Tomorrow Children. It's like a kind of. Uh, blah, how do you even describe it? Kind of very, <laughs> kind of Russian Soviet influenced, low poly, sim city style game, right? Almost where there's like resources that you mine and build stuff. Like it's, but it's all done through the eyes of like those Soviet style posters of like the very kind of hard lined, sharp cornered. Yeah, it's uh, Matryoshka like, doll style com- communi- things. Communist propaganda. Yeah, it's very, very weird. Um, Interesting. But it looks, it looks really, really cool. Um, okay. Didn't say when it's coming out, but soon. I think I'm, next year. I, yeah, I'm guessing a lot of people aren't going to see when things are coming out. No, no, no. Um, Vashing the Ethan Carter, um, they showed a new trailer for that, which still looks awesome, but still have no idea what that fucking game is. The it what, sorry? The Vanishing of Ethan Carter. When did um, we hear about that game? That's new to me. It's, it's, it got mentioned at E3 briefly by this really, really pretty trailer, and then I did get his head staved in with a tire iron. Okay, um, sure. I'll take your work for that. Yeah, it's it's kind of in PS4 and PC. Um, don't have a clue really what this game is yet, but it looks really pretty. Sure. It's maybe a company called The Astronauts who made a game that I will know as soon as I see it. <laughs> uh, they made... Oh, that just says no don't know maybe this is the first game I think it's made up of other people okay um... oh yeah it was um, guys from People Can Fly so Painkiller Bulletstorm oh those guys sure yeah, yeah. they're making it's three guys basically they're making this thing looks fucking stunning whatever it is whatever that game is um... what else was there um, there's a new Ninja Theory game, which looks a lot like uh, what was their PS3 launch game? Ninja Theory, uh, yeah. Heavenly Sword. Heavenly Sword. It looks a lot like Heavenly Sword, but it's yeah, not. I remember seeing that. Yeah, the, uh, the, Hellblade. The main, the main character check even looks a bit like. Uh, yeah. What's her she is name? really fancy. Nerede. That was her name. No, that's an anime character. Was it? Nerede. Oh shit! So was yeah, Nerede. Oh shit! From Shuffle. Um, oh yeah, so it was. Nah, it begins with an N. But yes, I can't remember. Yeah. Um, Hellblade, PlayStation Four looked pretty, but it was only a CG trailer. Yeah, sure. Um, nothing particularly big. Did you see the Metal Gear Five stuff? I, I did. Yeah, you can make that horse poop 
It was great. You can make that horse poop, and then they did an entire trailer on cardboard boxes. Yes. <laughs> that shit was just amazing. That was insane, yeah. Like, I was, I was sitting watching that with, with my fiancé, and she's going, but what is this game? I'm like, shh, he's talking about boxes. And I was like, <laughs> totally in on everything he was saying. Boxes, it's important, this probably. is really important. I'll explain later. This is super important. Um, yes. Uh, so this was really interesting. The Far Cry 4 stuff they announced. Um, so do you remember back at E3, they were talking about... They basically said, like, and then co-op, you'll get people to be able to join who don't own the game. Yes, and then, then they explained how to do that, yeah. Yeah, they then moved on and left it alone, and everyone's like, but how, that, that what? Yeah. Um, so basically the way it works is when you get your copy of Far Cry 4, you basically get, they're calling 10 keys to the city, is what they get. Right. And it's basically, you send the key to a friend, and it's basically like a full, you basically get to play the full game for two hours. Okay, um, sure. In co-op, and then it prompts you to buy the game. But okay. you only get 10 of them. Um, so you get ten uses out of it, basically, and then that's it. But it's still really cool. Like it's it's a that's cool way of oh yeah, it's a great idea. Yeah. It's a cool way of distributing your demo to people because if you start playing it and go, hey, you should really fucking play this thing, and then you can suddenly jump in with your friend. Sounds yeah, awesome. that's pretty cool. Good idea. Um. So yeah, did you did you remember until dawn? It was until from a, it was an E three game from like two years ago, two or three years ago. Um, no Sony game. It was like a kind of Friday the 13th Scream style horror game that was supposed to have PlayStation Move support. I do not remember that game, though. Well, okay. Well, it's back and it's a PS4 game now. Okay, um, <laughs> sure. And uh, it features um, Hayden Pitten... Pit- Hayden Penetier. Penetier. Thank you. I could <laughs> never pronounce her name. This is her face and her voice are the main character in it. She's Kyrie from Kingdom Hearts. It's important. Is she? Yeah. Oh, yeah, so she is. No... Yeah. Was that not like that other no, um, Disney Pinnatier. star? No, it's Hayden Panettiere. Haley Joel Osment, Sora. Yeah. But there's another... Who was the, the girl... Oh. Who played Eris? She was like a famous... Oh, I don't even know. Disney Channel... Probably. Girl. I just oh, know that Hayden Panettiere is Kyrie. Fair enough. I'd forgotten about that. Um, so yeah, it's kind of for DualShock. Um, uh, for DualShock. For PS4. DualShock 4. Yeah, um, yeah the, it looks cool. Okay. It looks like cool. a slasher game, and it looks like, judging by some of the preview coverage that was on there, it's going to be about. There's going to be a lot of like branching paths and like any. It, they're 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 pitching the, the heavy rain, line of like everyone can totally die in this game. So oh cool, it'll be interesting. Do they have, do they have a main character that screams Sean for half an hour? No, but she does have a really really cool beanie hat, which I quite like. Okay, um, Tearaway is coming to PS4. Um, not cool. the original Tearaway it's a new Tearaway called Tearaway Unfolded <laughs> okay um, yeah, apparently that game was really cool so okay. yeah it, I will probably take a look at that um, what else was there uh, PlayStation TV which is the thing that used to be called the PS oh, Vita yeah the PS Vita thing. TV or the yeah. PS Vita Micro whatever the fuck it was called it's coming to North America and it's coming to Europe um, oh good because that thing looked cool October 14th I kind of um, want to play Vita games. Yeah. Um, so it's going to be $99. So map that into real money, which is like 80 quid. Like <laughs> real money? You know, money that we care about. It's probably going to be about 80 quid. Yeah, um, uh, 70 quid. 70 quid. Oh, uh, yeah, okay. 70 quid. Uh, did you just look at XE, you button piece? No, of I didn't. I, I didn't. I'm, I'm doing mental math. Okay, um, sure. So weirdly enough, this is... This is talking about a North America launch, but... 
Yeah, it was. It totally said it would come to UK as well. Cool. Um, $99 on its own or an $139 bundle with uh, a DualShock 3, an HDMI cable, an 8GB memory card, and a copy of Lego the Movie video game on Vita. So Sure. Okay. Get that. Um, I'm probably going to have to that. Yeah, that is just another Lego game, so you're going to yeah, have to totally. play it. Uh, we finally 100%ed uh, Lego Lord of the Rings, so we now... Oh, good. Officially, I'm so thrilled for you. We have officially ran out of Lego games to play, so... Fantastic. It means you actually have to play real video games. For no, sure. we're just getting another one at some point. Uh, um, uh, our favourite mental Frenchman, uh, Michel Ancel, has his new studio and a new game. I think, oh. I think you mean studio. Sorry, studio. Studio. Sorry. Um... Yeah, that's the first time I've ever seen that guy in the flesh. He was on stage during the conference, during the presentation. Michelle and was, Ansel? Yeah, I'd never seen him in the flesh. Wait, guy, who's, the, who's the Ubisoft guy? That's Michelle Ansel. Yeah, but I mean, who's the Ubisoft guy that keeps turning up at all the Ubisoft? Oh, groups? Yves Guillemot. Yves Guillemot, that's the one. Sorry. Uh, yes. Uh, Fuck, that guy's amazing. I love he's you, great. Bro. I love him. But yeah, Michelle Ansel, famous for the recent um, remake games that were very, very good. Are you just going to say every word I say in some p- terrible French accent now? We. Oui. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It is not a game studio. It is a think tank environment <laughs> where we think through visual interactive concepts. <laughs> I don't know. That's modern game lingo. I don't know. Both of our French listeners have just disappeared. Both yeah. of our French listeners. Yeah. I just imagine that that's how uh, brand new video game studios work. They don't talk about making games, they talk about, I don't know, playable thought spaces or something yeah, like that. I yeah, don't know. sure. Um, but you oh. do it in a French accent because it's Eve Gilmore. Uh, not Eve Gilmore, the other one, uh, Michelle Ancel. Pl- playable thought spaces is my new favourite term. <laughs> we make it look like the Rayman game, it would be great. He has no limbs ever. Um, every, every main character that he makes has no limits. Yeah. So uh, as a side note, he has a new studio called Wild Sheep Studio. He's still employed by Ubisoft, as far Wild as I know. Sheep. Wild, Wild Sheep. Sorry. Wild, Wild Sheep. Wild Sheep. Okay. And he's still um, employed by Ubisoft. As far as I know, like they said that like he's moving on to other things, but still officially a Ubisoft employee. So they still need them to make Rayman games, I guess. Probably. But yeah, so he's working on this game called Wild, which don't know what it is, but it looks like a kind of open world survival game. But you sure. hunt okay. stuff. Um. He said that the game world is huge, quote, the size of Europe, so... The size of Europe. Who knows what that means? Probably means it's the biggest Europe. Probably, but, like... Probably what that means. Yeah, can't really... In terms of metric, kilometre, I don't know. Who knows? Um, The French are weird. Sorry to the French. (laughs) Except I'm not sorry, because you're weird. (laughs) Um, Murasaki Baby was an indie game that came out... Well, I remember. I remember that one. Yeah, sure. it's the kind of weird, kind of pencil sketch looking thing. Yeah. I, I thought it looked cool, but the only reason I wrote this down was because um, Akira Yamoka is helping with the score. Sweet, so she's awesome. He makes any more music, I'll be totally on board with that. Yes, um, I, had, I had a debate uh, on a on the Twitch chat that I'm on whether or not "Theme of Laura" or "You're Not Here" is a better song. Ooh, that's a tough one. <laughs> That is a tough yeah. one. This is um, the hard one that we had. I think probably Theme of Laura is a better theme. Yeah. But I have a real connection to You're Not Here. Like, I have a personal connection to that song. So, mm-hmm. it, you know, I don't know. Yeah, fair enough. Um, They 
talked more Drive Club stuff, but fuck, who cares well, at this point? Drive Club man cares. Well, Drive Club man cares. He wasn't on stage. This uh-huh. is like the 74th time Drive Club has been on a Sony stage. And he still hasn't appeared since the first one. Like, either he got fired or he's permanently duct taped to cars. Like, he I must... Just, he's swimming in a pool of his own semen right now. Inside a of... Lamborghini. Yeah, inside he's, a Lamborghini. He just sealed the doors up and shoved them in. Just sealed the doors up and says, you do whatever you want. We'll Let come back to you when the game's done. Fucking wank himself dry because oh. of the carbon fibre. I don't know. You'll hurt yourself. Fuck it, you I love that, that guy. He's so good. So he's so good. Um... Bah, 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 bah. Um, First Light, they showed a new trailer for the infamous DLC, and um, mm-hmm. it's coming out soon, but... Oh, it's this month, actually. comes out later as oh, well. Oh, cool. Um, I might play that. I liked Infamous, but I kind of got sick of it towards the end, but... Um, Do you not really like the character that it's... Yeah, Fe- on, Fetch was good, um, oh. so she's and she's got the best power, or set of powers. Neon. Like, neon. So, you know, I'll probably get into that yeah. back then. Um, apparently there was a gameplay demo on the floor of Bloodborne and a bunch of people said it's great but I don't really good. care about that game good for those people yeah. yeah like I'm not particularly big Dark Souls person um, and then on Xbox's side I have not seen this conference yet I kept meaning to go back and watch it but um, I need to go sorry media briefing that's how media briefing that's how they, they refer to it in Europe um, told you man <laughs> interactive design spaces design know. spaces thought design bubble thought worlds yes I don't know like it always it always seemed to me like uh, Little Wee Planet was the game that Michelle Ancel should have made like that just seems like that's what goes on in that man's head is it more because then he just gets to walk out on stage and just be like you do whatever the fuck you want I don't know and then walk away <laughs> he takes a large drag from a cigarette and walks off stage yeah. if you um, that made out of sex you do what you want uh, and walks out <laughs> If we ever end up going to France, you're doing all my translation for me. I decided. I'll totally do that. I can, I can speak fluent, um, patronising French wank bag. <laughs> I can totally sure. do that. Um, so on Microsoft's side, um, FIFA 15's getting a bundle coming to Europe. FIFA um, 15? Sorry. FIFA 15, yes. FIFA 15. FIFA 15. Okay, F- sure. 15, 15, 15 um, okay. is, is coming to Europe. Uh, September 25th, it's getting a bundle. Um, 349, so it's the new lower price and it that sounds like bundle. a thing you should release in Europe. That's... Yeah, totally. That sounds like a way to get people to buy your console. People um, like football here. A little bit of a year too late, maybe. But yeah, yeah maybe. Knows. But yeah. Um, also, the FIFA games are basically the only ones that matter anymore. Prevo yep. apparently is not yep. not well considered anymore. So nope. who knows? Um, so one of the big upsets that came out of the thing was the next Tomb Raider game is an Xbox Xbox exclusive. Is that true? So it's 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 first on Xbox, but it's not exclusive, so right? The way I'm trying to find the exact phrasing they said in the announcement is that this is this is the whole management of video game releases bullshit again. Of we don't know if it's a console exclusive, a timed exclusive, a launch exclusive, or first on, or whatever the fuck the other one's called. I can't remember. Um, There's now yeah. multiple varieties of Platform exclusive. Ex- yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Um, Basically, what they said was, um, the way they phrased it, and I can't find the exact quote in here, so I'm going to have to wing it, but they basically said, um, it's exclusive until holiday 2015, 2014, no, sorry, holiday 2015, sorry. So it's a timed exclusive? So it's going to be exclusively on Xbox until holiday 2015, like the end of holiday 2015, I don't know. So it's timed exclusive. It's a timed exclusive, they said it will be coming to other stuff eventually, well, they didn't actually say that, but they heavily implied that. Sure. Um, 
Yeah, because um, yeah, I, I saw a bunch. I saw some people like freaking out on my Facebook wall, and I had to like message them all and just say like, "Exclusive means a different thing these days. Calm down. It'll probably still come to other stuff." And I was right. So, uh, uh, yeah. So I mean, so for some reason they put out uh, Crystal Dynamics put a Tumblr post out addressing this. <laughs> sure. Okay. Because you know, like. You can't send emails anymore. It's got to be on your Tumblr and your fucking Friendster page as well. Pinterest. Uh, your Pinterest, you know. Um, your Etsy page. Where's the thing? So uh, It says, This doesn't mean that we're walking away from our fans who only play on PlayStation or on PC. Those are great systems with great partners and amazing communities. We have Lara Croft and the Temple of Osiris coming to those platforms in December, and Tomb Raider Definitive Edition is available on PS4. So it's like, Ah, not this time. Like, maybe in the future, but right now here's a bunch of other games that you're yeah, Those I was going to say, like, games. focus on the other stuff, maybe we'll get to you. Yeah. I am actually kind of excited about Temple of Cyrus. Um, I really like... Yeah, it's, uh, Guardian of Light was really good fun. Guardian of Light was great. Um, so apparently... so And then, uh, who's this? Kotaku was talking to uh, Phil Spencer about the exclusivity, and there was a quote in here somewhere. Um, he was asked if the deal had a duration, and his response was, um, and this is the quote, I didn't buy the IP, so I don't own the Tomb Raider as a franchise. The, our deal obviously has a duration. Like, you can practically hear him middle finger and everyone at that yeah, point. Yeah, like, sure. Of course it's not fucking duration. Um, if I owned the IP, it would, take, it would be forever, but I don't own the IP and I don't own development of Tomb Raider on any other platform. So if you ask me, is Tomb Raider going to ship on another platform? I can't. I actually can't give you an answer because I'm not the developer of the game. I can talk about okay. Tomb Raider. Can... That's, that's such roundabout speak. Let's... I know. Like They can't say, hey... Like, they obviously can't say it's coming to other things, because they have yeah. to keep up the pretense that, like, but unless, unless you ask the right it. questions, it's not going to come to anything else. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it says, I'm not trying to duck... And then it ends with saying, I'm not trying to duck the question, it's just really not my place to discuss what they're going to do. Except that it kind of totally is, because you paid them an exorbitant amount of money to get it first. <laughs> That's so, true, yeah. you know... But you can't say that. It's kind of it's your place to talk about what you can do on your platform, I guess. Yeah, so, that's it. Yeah. Um, you could tell us exactly what you mean by exclusive, I guess. That would be nice instead of just saying exclusive but that's and totally then making us I mean, that totally blows their PR. Like, why would you get exclusive then and say, "Well, if you wait twelve months, you'll get it on the platform you probably actually already have." Yeah, sure, fair enough. Um, I was a little bit disappointed about that because I really liked Tomb Raider. The, it was the a very Tomb good Raider. game. It was a very good game, um, and I won't play it now probably till I'm gonna say summer 2016. That's probably a safe bet, yeah. Um, when the game edition if I, if I, comes I, out, yeah. I, 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 if I was going to bet a time, I would have said probably Q two twenty sixteen. Yeah, but... probably. Um, so I'd love this point to say that Evolve get pushed to February next year, but the beta for it... like every other fucking game on the yeah. planet, it got pushed. Yeah. Um, but the beta for it goes live in January, and they yep. haven't got an actual date yet. But January twenty fifteen is when it'll go uh, live beta exclusively sure. on Xbox One. So yep. no PC um, beta right now. Okay. Um, hey, guess what? There's going to be a Call of Duty bundle for Xbox One. Oh, um, shit. Hitting November 3rd um, for $499. Okay. So it is... Uh, the is, bundle... it, is it the game, an Xbox, a controller, a hard drive... Oh, no, they've got in-built hard drives now. A Kinect, um, some Doritos, some Mountain Dew, <laughs> and five pounds of the finest marijuana... Um, and, and one of uh, Snoop Dogg's dreadlocks. Just straight off his head. Yeah, straight just in a case. Um, sorry, that's the that's the 
signature it com- edition. It comes, it comes with the exclusive Snoop Dogg announcer pack for the brand yeah, new Wild Tea because they brought them in to do it again. That's the quote-unquote smokeweed everyday edition. Um, smokeweed everyday edition. Um, you, open, you open the box and it starts playing that song. Um, <laughs> it's just, you open the box and it's just like a, a tablet with that gif of Snoop Dogg <laughs> on there and read it like it's hot. <laughs> video it's just that it's not even it's not even the console oh, or the game but it's just that That's that would it. be I, that would be amazing you played you um well you were close um okay. the bundle will include the xbox Wait, one i was making a joke the bundle will include the xbox one uh, a controller skin to match the console so the console itself looks kind of cool actually to be fair it's a kind of okay. gunmetal grey style sure. thing um and a controller to match um, so the big thing is it's got a terabyte hard drive as opposed to 500 gig oh, that's cool. um, from the original ones um, include the limited edition exoskeleton wait what? it'll also include the limited edition exoskeleton and the digital they're, copy of the Day Zero edition of they're the giving game. A, they're giving away exoskeletons? I don't know what that means no, like I, this, think, I, think, I think it means because your character's wearing an exoskeleton in the game you yeah, but, would get like a skin for it but yes you're probably right but that's not what this says like this it, is, says, it says, hey, we're going to give you an exoskeleton. It will it. also include the limited edition exoskeleton and blah, 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 blah. So, you know, maybe that box we're gonna is get, really We're going to get big. DARPA to come to your house and give Honey <sighs> an exoskeleton. Yeah, it's, it's got its own joint holder. Um, <laughs> joint holder? What? Like, you know, like you get cup holders You've in cars. You've never smoked weed before. <laughs> You're right. Can you tell? Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Hey. And it's going to be 429, so it looks <laughs> like... That's great. Oh, God. <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> That's the best. <laughs> I stared I stared at the story for about an hour getting ready to record this, and I did not twig on did you not get the that story? at all. That's oh. fantastic. Oh, my God. That's great. This is 429. This is why. This is when we were talking about why didn't they release uh, the Snoop Dogg pack on, like, the 4th of March, so, or the 20th of March, so yeah. it would be 420. It would have been great. No, because they had a bigger thing up their sleeve. Releasing a whole fucking console on at $420. Yeah, a whole console bundle at $420. So it looks like the way they're pitching this now is it wouldn't be be surprised if after this comes out that there will be like a a 500 gig skew and a 1 terabyte skew of the Xbox One. Of the normal, yeah. At $350 and $420 respectively. pretty cool. Uh, 1 terabyte hard drives? Sure, great. Um, Are the Xbox, Xbox One hard drives are replaceable, aren't they? I know the PS4 know. ones are because it's really easy to get at, but I don't know if the Xbox get, ones new are. idea, new yeah. idea. You just uh, Fable Legends multiplayer beta, uh, October sixteenth. Um, that's the co-op Fable game that looked yeah, yeah. kind of alright. Looked fine. I um, guess. It had it had that cool uh, Dungeon Land um, bad guy fifth player control thing. Oh yeah, somebody on a tablet. Can it's the asynchronous multiplayer idea. Yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. cool. Um, they did a eight minute. They finally did. An eight-minute gameplay demo of Quantum Break. Oh, I didn't watch that. I for- I kept meaning to. It. I didn't watch it. What is that game? It's it's kind of is like it Alan- a game. Or yeah, is it I Sam mean it Lake? is. It's it's an it's a it's basically Alan Wake with slightly better gunplay and a really really cool effect right. on the time stop stuff. Um, Sounds fine to me. <laughs> it's kind of hard to describe the visual element of it, but it looks yeah. really really cool. You should go watch that how, gameplay stuff. How? Sam Lake was it? If you get what I mean, um, there was it very enough... obvious that he was there. But Sam Lake's not. Oh, you mean in the background? No, I mean, I mean, no, I mean, like how much of an influence does Sam Lake have? Oh, I mean, on it, this? It, it feels it feels and looks very much like an Alan Wake game. 
Good. Okay, fine. Um, there's That's definitely still going to be there, and there's definitely still going to be his influence will be there. I'm pretty Great. confident. Fantastic. In that. Um, but yeah, you should watch that. It looks. It looks. Yeah, cool. I meant. To, I just forgot. Um, what else? What else we got? Uh, bu- bu- are we still uh, on Gamescom stuff right now? Yes, it's still. This is all just their. their uh, Bioware announced their game. That was a thing. Oh yeah, so I was, I was going to get to that. Um, you, what's it called? Oh fuck! You're going to ask me about it now. <laughs> you don't say that, no. and then. Oh, I don't know. Hang on. I have it on the list somewhere. Uh... Uh, it's called Shadow Realms. Shadow Realms. Yes. Yeah. So it's like a four versus one MMO. Four versus one online shooter thing. Yeah, online RPG shooting thing. Uh, four versus I don't know, one... the, the teasers leading up to it were really cool. They were then... awesome. They were really, yeah. really cool. Um, so yeah, it looks like a kind of MMO class-based multiplayer thing. But um, hey, it's a Bioware game. So it's it, but yeah, different. you look at it and it's like, oh, this is a this is a Bioware game, for sure. Yeah, it's pretty, it, it looks, looks pretty. kind of influenced by the Mass Effect multiplayer, kind of. And yeah. It kind of it looked a lot like that, but... Sure. It looks like a cool world. It looks like kind of fantasy world bleeded, bled into errors, so... Mm-hmm. Which we'll is cool. Yeah. Um, more bundles, fucking Sunset Overdrive bundle. Um, yeah, that I remember the, the Xbox and that's got uh, like style to it as well, doesn't it? It's like it's white, white and orange and stuff. Yeah, it's oh, white. Is it just white. It looks well. This this is with white Xbox. Oh, okay, um, fair enough. I thought it had like orange stripes and stuff like that. I thought it would look really cool. Uh, anyway, have a look at the picture. Nope, just white Xbox. Oh, okay, fair enough. Uh, but yeah, Sunset Overdrive and that for three hundred ninety nine dollars, sure. uh, October twenty eighth. Okay. The Halo 5 beta begins December 29th. 4 on 4 Arena Combat. That's a multiplayer beta. Sure, okay. Uh, do, 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 do. Uh, that's more Halo stuff. Um, they did a bunch of stuff about what ID Xbox is bringing. They showed... Uh, they didn't show more Cuphead, but they, they showed the same Cuphead thing again. Uh, Goat and everybody Simulator. got excited because Cuphead looks awesome. Cuphead looks fucking astounding. Yep. Uh, Goat Simulator, Master Chalice, the Smite, the MOBA thing. Yep, the third-person MOBA. Yeah, um, and a bunch of other stuff that I can't see on this list here. But yeah, they sure. showed more ID stuff. Uh, Space Engineers, um, site favourite, is coming to Xbox One exclusively. And cool. there was something else I can't remember what it is. Um, they showed more Assassin's Creed stuff. Uh, Assassin's Creed definitely looks like they've jumped ship to Microsoft for all of their presentation stuff. For all their exclusivity things. Yeah, like it just looks like that's where they're showing this game off now. Um, and they said the Ghost Simulator has sold a million copies, which is yeah. insane. I get, I game's fucking weird. It's bizarre. Yeah. So one of my favourite parts about the, the Xbox stuff anyway was that they, they announced their, their DLNA stuff and their media player support. Mm-hmm. Um, so it'll do playback from USB devices like hard drives and stuff and it'll be a DLNA media server so you can connect to it. So it will find like your PCs and your all your shared drives and all that kind oh, of stuff. Oh, sure, yeah. The same way that the 360 did. It was pretty good for that, actually. Like it would detect cool. your Windows media player library and just let you play any of it. Mm-hmm. Um so they announced it, all of this stuff and then they said uh, we will support more f- formats than Xbox 360 um, compatibility with formats such as MKV animated GIF and MPEG 2 TS what? so they'll play MKV files so you know all those TV shows that you definitely haven't downloaded from the internet yeah, and totally. all that really high quality anime that's got like four different translations with subtitles that you totally didn't get from torrents yes um, it'll play all of them excellent like, it's insane that they would yes. do that ex- excellent um, <laughs> 
I'm trying to think. There's a bunch of really weird formats in here. Uh, do do uh, Yeah, it'll play like fucking mobile phone videos, um, animated GIFs, uh, motion JPEG, which fucking nobody uses. What the hell's a motion JPEG? It's like it's a video format that's high quality. I don't know. Okay. Um, MKVs, uh, lossless WMAs, everything you can basically think of. Christ. Okay. Which is a fucking bizarre movie, uh, movie, bizarre move for somebody like Microsoft to do because that's just like, you know what? We're going to put our fingers in our ears and support all this stuff, and yeah, yeah. it's kind of disappointing. <laughs> I mean, it's it's good. Like that's the kind of stuff I want from a PS4 because it make don't don't look at us, guys. We're totally not. Yeah, like we just helping you break the law. We're just giving you these. We just play these formats. Like we don't like. We're assuming I everybody uses MKV, right? We're like, assuming that's they're normal. Of course, they're legitimately ripping all their Blu-rays to MKVs and playing them all. That totally. Yeah, that's totally. What's that's happening. the thing that everybody does, right? Yeah, you know. So yeah, that was. I thought that was kind of cool. Um, so I'll quickly run through the other things before this becomes a huge um, podcast. Um, the developers of Hearthstone have got a new game coming out. Um, or, sorry, one you, of the developers... You mean, you mean Blizzard? No, sorry. Former Blizzard guy who oh, okay, worked fair. on Hearthstone. Sure. Um, he's releasing this thing called Bricks. Story Bricks. Um, so it's a kind of... It's basically like a... How is the best way to describe it? It's basically like a kind of um, Dungeon Master style thing, but purely through visual storytelling and text. Sure. Um, like, do you remember Sleep Sleep is Death? Or Sleep yeah, I do remember Becomes Sleep. Death? Yeah. Sleep Whatever is Death. Yeah, it's kind of like that, but like slightly more advanced and has um, some cool AI stuff in it. And sure. Looks really cool. There's a, a demo of it from the Vienna Game Inter- Artificial Intelligence Conference where he showed that, this off. Okay, that sounds yeah. impressive. But no, it looks kind of cool. I, I'm going to sit and actually properly watch it, but yeah, it looks pretty cool. Um, what else is there? Um, the Gone Home developer, um, Fulbright, have a new logo and have expanded themselves. So it used to be like five dudes and it's now, or five people, sorry, there's um, a bunch of women on that team as well. Um, they have started working on their next game but haven't said what it is and they've hired a new programmer and a new character animator. So hey, there are going to be characters in the next game that sure. animate. Great. Which is a step awesome. forward from Gone Home. Um, there's a Resident Evil 1 um HD version coming out, which is not. So Resident Evil One already got remade into the GameCube version of Resident Evil One. Mm-hmm. This is an HD port of the GameCube version of the PlayStation okay, version sure. of Resident Evil One. Weird. Uh, Twenty fifteen. Hey, yeah, sure. I will play that game. Um, I never played Resident Evil One. I've played all the other Resident Evils. Don't think I've played I Resident Evil have one. played Resident Evil One. Yeah. Huh. I have. Um, Jill, Jill Sandwich and Master of Lockpicking and all that sort of stuff. Oh yeah, God, that. I hope they keep. I hope they don't change. This is. Anything. I had a discussion with someone about this who really loves Resident Evil, and they're like, if they change the dialogue in any way, he'll be yeah. really upset, and rightfully so, because that's kind of what's famous about Resident Evil One. Totally. I hope they keep all of that stuff, and I hope they get new voice actors to say it. <laughs> and, I ho- and I hope they say. I hope they are sitting there in the 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 voice booth going, but this. I think you've written this down wrong, though. Like, master of unlocking you, is not a phrase that we you need. You, just, we need you to act this really badly. Yeah, we need you. To, we need you to just, just do don't it bad. just say what's on the page. It's like, but oh, all right, sure. Um, we were almost a gel sandwich. Ha ha. <laughs> okay. God damn it! And it's going to be even worse when that dialogue goes with graphics that look actually really good. Yeah, like that'll be weird. Oh, 
Uh, they, they, they shouldn't. They can't change it though. People would be too upset. They can't. They can't. It'd be too disappointing. Yeah. Um, we'll get to remakes of terrible old things in a bit. Um, GameStop are redoing their trade-in policy, and it actually looks like it's going to benefit the consumer. That doesn't make sense. What? No, like I'm not. Yeah. GameStop don't do things like that. Um, it simplifies GameStop's current model. This is from the Polygon article. Um, simplifies GameStop's current model, which offers up to ten different prices for a game. Instead, this will be reduced to four different prices while increasing buyback payments by 20%. So there's basically four tiers that they will pay for your game and you'll get 20% more money than you did before. Okay. And I guess. if you've got a reward card, you'll get slightly more. Um, and you'll get more if you use get cra- uh, credit rather than cash. So Sure. They, GameStop almost seems like they're starting to do something. Kind start of cool. to actually do stuff again. Yeah, like it's almost like they realise that everything's going to go digital in the next four years, yeah. and it's like oh, we should probably do something to make people keep coming back. Yeah. Um, the first trailer for Assassin's Creed Rogue, Rogue sorry, came out, um, yes. which is the last. Have we agreed on what we're calling it yet? I think we're calling it last gen. Last gen. Last yeah. gen. So PS3 and it's the last last gen Assassin's Creed game. Yes, this is the last last gen Assassin's Creed game. Um, Assassin's Creed Rogue he plays a Templar who's hunting yes. down assassins Yes, and there's penguins so yeah you're in the Arctic yeah and it, lo- it looks like it'll probably play like AC4 cause yeah it's like it's AC4 stuff. in North America basically yeah Um, I don't know why I've evolved delayed to 2015 but hey evolved delayed to 2015 yeah you already that said that recently get, well I, I thought we talked about it last anyway yeah delayed to 2015 you already said it yeah yeah Um. The other Twitch news that we forgot to mention was that they're dropping their Save Forever feature, so archives won't live forever on your channel now. You oh, can that's up, You can put up highlight reels, yeah, yeah, but you can't archive all your stuff, because apparently that's... they came out and said, nobody watches this shit. Like, less than 1% of uh, recorded vlogs on Twitch VODs, actually okay. get watched. Fair so enough. just like, we'll keep it for like, I think they're keeping it for two weeks, and then it gets deleted, so... Sure, fair enough. Makes sense. So... Apparently they have a upload. They have sorry, not an upload. A save to YouTube feature apparently in there, so you can give it your YouTube details and it'll stick it directly on YouTube. Almost as if they're about to be owned by the same company. No, apparently that's been there for a while. Oh, is it okay? It's been there for a while. But um, apparently, like once the 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 um, copyright audio stuff came out, yeah, like apparently that service just got slammed and just was not getting any. Like the queues for it were huge and all this kind of stuff. Sure. Like everyone is this. Everyone is jumping ship, basically, yeah. from that thing, getting all their archives off it and stuff. Um, blah, blah, blah. And there's a rumour that Valve just soft-launched Source 2, which I thought was really yeah, interesting. Yeah, that was a weird one. I remember seeing that. Um, so this is all around the workshop tools for Dota 2. I don't know what that is. It's the thing that people use to make items that then have the ability to be sold in the in-game store. Okay. So every every item set for a hero is not always Valve-developed or sometimes built by other people. Sure. But is I mean, what are the? I mean, what do you get in the workshop tools? I don't actually know. I've not right. opened them. Okay, I'm guessing enough. the ability to like reskin items and shape them and all that sort. I'm of assuming stuff. it'll be like it'll be basically like a model viewer, so you can probably yeah, so you, you can, can like put your skin it. on it and see what it looks like in game. Yeah, and like probably. I've got no idea. So the theory is that they launched Source Two just subtly in the background um, when they did this update to the workshop tools for Dota Two. Um, bunch of core engine files have two appended to the end of them, like engine2.dll and vconsole2.exe and all that kind of stuff. Um, they're basically saying it's all the Dota assets and code ported over to Source 2, which is why sure. 
why the editor looks different, why the console mm-hmm. looks different, all that kind of stuff. Um, the new tools have a pretty high system requirements. Um, you need a 64-bit version of Windows and a DirectX 11 graphics card. Jeez. Um, yeah, they just they, and they've said <laughs> they said before um, back in 2012. Um, Gabe Newell said we've got a new engine. We've been working on a new engine for a while, but we just haven't had a game to show off with yet. So yeah, we just sure. haven't done anything with it. So yeah. Possible. It, it, a lot of the the stuff they were talking about, or the the sources for all this news, a lot of the stuff they were saying made a lot of sense. So maybe mm-hmm. this stuff is just going to happen overnight. And, sure. And then Half Life Theo come out, and we'll be like, "What? No one. No one. It'll be an Ouya game." Um, oh God. Uh, oh, that'd like, be the biggest slap in the face of the world. Would it just oh, be the that'd be fantastic. Thing? Oh. Um, by the way, by the way, Half Life Three is an Ouya game, and they've stopped making Ouyas go. Mm. All of them sell out instantly. Yeah, remember that? Yeah, you sold back two days after you bought it. Hey, now, now you need it. It's exclusively on Ouya, and for some reason, the Jaguar? I don't know. Um, Sorry, 2600. <laughs> we need that high tech DirectX 11 system like the Atari 2600. Atari 2600. We're going to make you play it on the ZX Spectrum. It's going to be a. Uh, it's going to be a text adventure game like the old Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy game. Oh, man. oh can you imagine if uh, Half-Life 3 was a text adventure? <laughs> just so that weird. Would be... It'd be so weird with a uh, uh, voiceless protagonist. Yeah, it would actually work. It'd be like, Alex says this, Gordon dot dot dot. Go north, you've been eaten by a wolf. Um, yeah, so Sony are no longer supporting PlayStation Mobile for Android. So they had this um, thing where like various Android devices would be PlayStation certified and they would port PlayStation games to them, like PlayStation 1 games to them and stuff. Sure. And they're basically just ditching that and going, like, it's too hard to control and there's so many devices we can't, it's costing us a fortune to certify these things, so fuck it. Um, so it doesn't say that... Um, so it looks like only things that can currently access the PlayStation store from an Android device can do it. There's no guarantee as to whether further devices will be able to do it. So sure, okay. Who knows? Who knows? Um, yeah, they said when when asked um, if they were going to move it to iOS, they were like, "iOS has very restrictive policies <laughs> on what they will allow on their service." And you're like, sure. we talked to them, and they basically told us to go fuck ourselves. So yeah. no. Um, there's a new Counter Strike coming to Steam, and guess what? what? It's 2014, and there's going to be zombies in it. Okay. Um, so, uh, something. Nexon Europe, who are a company that I feel like I should know because they've mentioned they've done stuff. Oh, Nexon have done a whole bunch. They did like uh, Maple Story, that really shit. Uh, Korean... Combat Arms, Lost Saga, War yeah. Rock, Vindictus, yeah, United yeah, Eleven. Yeah. Weird. I don't like. I don't like that. I don't like that works for them. Oh really? Okay. Oh, yeah. um, they are based over in Luxembourg. Oh sweet. Okay. Fair enough. Um, so they're launching a free-to-play online game based on Counter-Strike called Counter-Strike Zombies. Actually, sorry, Counter-Strike Nexon colon Zombies. Okay. Um, it's got Hostage Rescue, it's got Bob and the Fusion, but there's going to be zombies in it. So, sure. You know. Okay. Because there aren't enough zombie games these days. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I've got a bunch of stuff in here saying, like, Twitch apologised for their launch of that shit system. Yeah. And then, yeah. Um, Casey, did we say Casey Hudson? Left Bioware. left Bioware. No, we didn't, but yes. Um, Casey Hudson left Bioware. Um, he said, he did the usual thing of like, 
He said that he, want, he wants to do something new and he thinks that Mass Effect's in a good place right now so yeah. they don't need him. And that was yeah. it. Uh, the foundation of our new IP in Edmonton is complete and the team is ready to move forward in pre-production a title I think will redefine interactive entertainment. Development okay. for the next Mass Effect game is well underway with stunning assets and playable builds that prove the team is ready to deliver the best Mass Effect experience to date. Dragon Age Inquisition team is putting the final touches on a truly ambitious title with some of the most beautiful visuals I've ever seen in a game. So it's basically him walking out the door going, guys, nothing's on fire. It's all cool. <laughs> Basically. Well, they've basically gone like, I've sent you guys. It's like um, parents leaving their children home for the first time. Of like, I've got, like dinner, dinner's in the oven. <laughs> Take it out and turn it off. Yeah, and then like finish it off. Don't go to bed too late. Yeah, you can rent a movie if you want. Okay, I've bye. Locked, I've locked the liquor cabinet. Yeah, like okay, bye. And then he's they, they've gone. That's basically it. Yep. Um... I've done all the hard stuff. You guys just. <laughs> So yeah, it, I'm interested to see what he does next. Um, he uh, he unfortunately he unfortunately got a lot of shit for the ending of Mass Effect, which I don't think was deserved. Rightfully like, so, it was terrible. It wasn't, but it may have been terrible, but he shouldn't have had to do what he did for that game. Yeah, he, I, him personally, yeah, but it was. I, I feel it was a bad choice for the seat. A bad possibly. Fuck it. No, not talking about this. But. Um. Crytek CEO finally came out and said, hey, here's all the stuff that happened while we... Oh yeah, they finally explained what the fuck was going on at that. They talked a lot about it, yeah. He basically said he withheld pay in order to save the company. Um, He said, um, he and the management of Crytek had to make a difficult decision to withhold paychecks and try their best to prepare employees for some tough times. Uh, The quote from him said, you have two choices, either you delay payments, again, delay, it's not they didn't get paid, they got delayed. Yep. Delay payments and salvage the company, or you push your cash flow directly to the studios and you file for insolvency. Both options are really bad, so I think they're better two bad decisions. Sure. So, yeah. Fuck, they lo- they ran out of money and were like, fuck, what are we going to do? Either Crytek's done or we stop paying people for a month. Um, sure. Yeah. Um, so, the first point of the story that surprised me was, hey, Zynga's still running. Because remember that um, Don, no, not Don, Ma- Don Magic? Yeah, Don Magic went to Zynga. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they're still alive. So they are moving into the sports games following okay. several new partnerships. Um, they have partnered with the NFL and NFL Players Incorporated, who is the licensing arm of the NFL. Sure. As well as professional golfer Tiger Woods. Um, it's, Zynga says, we'll use these markets demographics to expand into new areas with simulation and mobile titles. So um, one of the, t- the first titles was called NFL Showdown. Um, places players in the roles of a general manager, coach, and owner as the inter- NFL players throughout the year. It's a mobile first-person simulation game. First-person. Mobile first. First-person. <laughs> yeah, fuck. Can you imagine? I would this be interested sh- in playing a first-person football manager yeah, simulator. Yeah, me too, actually. That'd be interesting. That'd be interesting. Um, a mobile first simulation game. Sure. Um, it's probably going to have social aspects and microtransactions. I'd also play a first-player a first player game where you get to play as Tiger Woods. That'd be interesting. Do you have to, is there like a... Play some, play, some, play some golf, fuck some people that aren't your wife, etc. There's like a block the golf club minigame when she tries to hit you with it. <laughs> yeah. um, that'd be great. Can you imagine like a Tiger Woods themed WarioWare? With <laughs> just various minigames of Tiger Woods like, life. Yeah, like five second minigames of just Tiger Woods life. Like, there's a golf one. There's a, there's a golf one, there's a sleeping with people one... <laughs> There's delete, a, oh delete, shit, text messages, delete the text messages of your <laughs> mistress from your phone. That'd be great, actually. That'd be really good. That sounds like a Flash game that someone should play. Yeah, I'm surprised it doesn't actually exist. Um, 
So, this was fascinating from a technical perspective. Like, I don't particularly actually care, but from a technical perspective, it's kind of cool. You can run the original GameCube Pikmin in Windows. Mm-hmm. Ooh, okay. So, you can take the GameCube disc and put it in your PC, and there's a straight-up Windows exe file on there. Really? I thought you were going to tell me there was some technical wizardry. No, like this is a straight up executable file on there. Executable file on there. I was going to say what? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Executable file on there. And you run it with a little bit of prep work and the game boots in a debugging mode and shit looks kind of fucked up, but hey, it's Pikmin and it runs off a GameCube disc. Wow, that's pretty cool. It's fucking bizarre. Um, But yeah, the GameCube was actually closer to like a PC than some of the other consoles were at the time. So... You know, and it was, uh, the Xbox developers kits, I think, for it were like Max. So sure. they were kind of close to being. Um, you could you could foresee this being there. So yeah. maybe maybe the I don't, I don't know maybe the I mean maybe the Strange. GameCube. Yeah. Did the GameCube have a version of Windows that you could install? Am I making that up? Oh, fuck, I don't know. <laughs> the GameCube was so long ago. It was. I don't know. Um, screen. So this is this was interesting. Um, did you ever play Remember Me? No. Um, I thought that game was interesting. Never got very far in it, but I thought the game was really, really interesting. It was interesting. It had some cool Looks ideas, cool but I didn't play it. As well. yeah. um, so, Don't Nod, who is developers, um, are partnering with Square Enix to release a, a new title known as Life is Strange. Um, oh, yeah, I saw this just before we started. Yeah, yeah. so the... Where's the... Uh, the lead? Sent in the fictional town of Arcadia Bay, Oregon. Uh, Oregon? Oregon. O- Oregon. Oregon. Uh, the story begins with high school senior Max Caulfield returning to the town after being gone for five years. Upon her That's arrival. an all-American name Isn't right it there. Max Caulfield. Max Caulfield. Um, upon her arrival, Max is a woman, uh, she discovers that her classmate Rachel Amber has gone missing under mysterious and rather unfo- uncomfortable circumstances. Um, and it's episodic. Okay. So, yeah, cool. that looks it looks like kind of like the Remember Me style, which was really cool. Um, it's coming out for everything. Um, yeah, I, I want to see what they, those guys do next. I think Remember Me was a flawed game that had some really, really cool ideas in it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, cool. That's good for them. Um, did you ever play RuneScape? You played RuneScape. Yes, I played a lot about RuneScape, yeah. Um, it's getting an expansion pack. Okay. For well, is, is, that, is this for normal RuneScape or for that new RuneScape 3 thing that no, they made it all No, this is for the 2001 browser-based okay, sure. thing. Uh, it's called Lost City of Elves. Okay. Um, it's so huge it's getting released in three parts and is the first expansion since the game launched in 2001. Oh, okay. Um, people still play RuneScape. Yeah, like, it seems still to still do really popular and there's a bunch of concept art in here that looks, hey, looks like a fantasy game. So sure. if you like RuneScape, hey, new stuff. Cool. Um... I'll leave that one to last because I thought it was really funny. Uh, we talked about that. Um, Silent Hill, we talked about. Um, so, yeah, one of the kind of sad bits of news of last week was the death of Robin Williams. Yes. Uh, last. When was that? Friday? I can't remember. August 11th, um, which was last Monday, so a week ago. Um, but Robin Williams was a. He, he was a fan of video games. And yes, he was. He, Played a little Named his child after Zelda. Named his child after Zelda. Um, he was in a bunch of Nintendo ads, I think, with mm-hmm. Zelda, I yep. think. Um, and so there was a... Very quickly after after he died, um, there was a petition to Blizzard to put some kind of memorial to him in World of Warcraft. 
Um, and then shortly after the petition went through, um, the World of Warcraft technical game designer Chad Nervink, which is an awesome name, mm. um, he simply responded, yes, we're taking care of it. So something will go up in that game because of them. Um, cool. Which I thought was really cool. That's that's good that they're doing that. Um, <laughs> I just written this down as Xbox One lets you pirate movies. Was what I wrote down for the <laughs> the um, the MKV stuff. I was like, that's not really what it's doing, but you know, it, it got the it got the point across. Um, PlayStation's Twitch channel got hacked, which I thought was really really funny. Um, so basically, the, the way they were talking about it was that um, that's not the article I clicked on. Let's try that again. Um, yeah, the way they were taught. Uh, so basically, what happened was the official PlayStation Twitch channel, or one of their Twitch channels, got renamed um, to a bunch of remarkably offensive words. Yeah. Um, which showed up like when you're watching it on the PS4 and on Twitch on TV and all that kind of stuff. And mm-hmm. yeah, so apparently what happened was they were running that Twitch stuff off the Gamescom floor somewhere. And somebody got access to that P- that PC and went her penis and wrote basically changed the title. So sure. it was only up for like ten minutes, but a bunch of people screen capped it and it was kind of funny. Yeah. Um, the the Pokemon trading card game is coming to iPad. Yeah, I saw that. Which I thought was really really cool. Um, it's in the works. They haven't said whether it's free to play or anything not or anything or not. But um, yeah, I will play the shit out of that game. I they played that when I was a kid. People relive their childhood. Yeah, I will at least play that and go, hey, this was great, and then never play it again. So, we'll see. Um, so that was that. Um, so, so one of the other big things that was in the Gamescom presentation, the Sony Gamescom presentation, was the their 2.0 system update, um, mm-hmm. which has a bunch of stuff in it. Um bunch of which I appear to have lost the article about. But anyway, the big the big one um, was their um, share play, which suggests that Sony are just have a basically bank of words they use to describe all of their features and are just starting duct taping them together to name new features. Sure. Um, so it's called share play. And it's basically... So the way they advertised it was a virtual couch system where basically if you have a game that... Like a couch co-op game that you need a second controller to play with, you can basically stream that controller over the, the internet from somebody else's PS4. Mm-hmm. So so theoretically, it'll just emulate a second controller that somebody else is controlling somewhere else in the world. So you can play couch co-op games over the internet, even if they're not sure. designed for that. Yeah. So the two um, the two caveats to that is it'll only work for an hour at a time. Mm-hmm. Um, this was also them talking about... They remember back at the original announcement of the PS4 was they were saying like, and if you get really stuck in this bit, you can call your friend in to help get them to help you through that bit of the game. Yeah. That's what this is, basically. Oh, cool. It's this yeah. stuff. Um, so you can only do it for an hour at a time. And also, it's not... Like, the other person doesn't download the game and then jump in. Like, it basically does the, the PS4 streaming stuff from your PS4 to their TV. Ooh, that's weird. So it uses the Gaikai stuff to basically stream the game from your PS4 to theirs. So it's going to be pretty heavily network-dependent. So... Who knows if it, how it'll work, but the fact that people are doing this kind of stuff is really, really cool. Sure. It's a great idea. 
Um, I think that was everything there. Oh, Star Citizen hit fifty million dollars. That was the other thing, Good fucking... which just happened today. Actually, <laughs> That's so dumb. All right, sure. Um, I am one of the things I am going to do this week is go into all of the, the um, the extra add-ons for that that thing, like the, the whole dog fight stuff. And and, things, yeah, yeah. I kind of want to get into that. So my two favorite stories of the past two weeks. Um, never mind the fact that Gamescom and big news and all this kind of stuff. Um, Drake and Lil Wayne are going on a tour. Um, That's one of your favourite stories. I, I thought this was fucking so ridiculous that okay. I had to talk about it. Um, they are going on a... So their whole tour is themed around Street Fighter 4 or like very Street Fighter 4 style visuals. Okay. Um, <laughs> also, apparently Drake is also known as Drizzy to his homies i don't know i don't really? know any of this shit um you decide who starts the show who wins the show and who of course what side you're on just choose your city from there on and and from there it's on oh and from there it's on you so apparently you do stuff during the concert to vote for one side or the other and okay. you can send power-ups to them during the show and there's going to be a big on-stage meter for each one of them and there'll be a victor at the that end of every show be kind of cool Kinda? A little bit in- interesting, maybe? Maybe, but, I mean, does that mean that, like, how boring does a show have to be if you want to encourage everyone to stare at the phone for chunks of it? Like, I, I don't I, know, like, it's going to be a visual thing. It's going to be, obviously, a pretty visual spectacle, but, I don't know, who knows? Somebody will, the tour starts on September 27th, so somebody's going to write something up about this, and I'm fascinated to know how it actually works. But yeah, you can yeah, download. Yeah, that'd be great. I think that'd can, be interesting. You can download the app now. It's on iOS and Android. It's just okay. called Drake, Drake versus Lil Wayne. Okay. Um, and the big, most important story: there is a Kickstarter for a Night Trap HD. Yes, I saw um, this. I, I don't. I couldn't even follow most of what was going on here. But so a, a Kickstarter appeared for an HD version of Night Trap, which is the old 90s SMV game, game. Yeah. which is famous for being one being terrible yep two exceptionally cheesy and three provoking amazing <laughs> is one of the main reasons why the the um the ERSB, video games have yeah, the video games exists. have age ratings yeah yeah that kind of stuff um so yeah the kickstarters up and they show footage of like hey we took the original film from like the the film from the camera and it converted it to HD, so we've got yeah. super high-res versions of all of that cheesy nonsense. Sure. Um, so they're asking for $330,000 sorry. Right. Um, to make an HD version. And there's a bunch of people saying that it's very, very scummy looking. Like, it looks almost like a scam. Really? Like, some of the stuff they're talking about... Let me see if I can pull up the Kickstarter page here. Um... Night Trap Revamped is the name of the is the name. Oh, it's funny because the things are vampires. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah. So a kind of vampire. You'll get an. Oh, I don't, like they're talking about like you get access to the beta. I'm like, fuck, <laughs> really? Of a what? Of a fucking of, a, of the FMV, uh, FMV game? Yeah, you know that's weird. Um, and you'll get an autographed disc copy of the game. It's coming out for PC, Mac, PS3, and 360. Um, you'll get a digital download of stuff, like a documentary or something. 
if you pledge $350, you'll get a personal message on authentic 90s stationery. That's a quote, by the way. Great. Um, there's a whole bunch, bunch of stuff in there that I don't... Oh, it's bizarre. Anyway, um, on autograph discs and stuff. It's The whole thing is bizarre. Also, the um, the SWAT teams and that are called SCAT operatives. Scout I, f- I forget yep. about that. Special control attack team. Scott. Oh. Um, so yeah, it's currently, as of today, it's sitting at $33,000 of their $330,000 goal with 22 Is that not the best of it? But is 30000 of that not just Justin McElroy giving them money? Probably. Probably. <laughs> um, the man who wants to review every FMV game for Polygon. That? Have you watched that stuff? Or read yeah, that it's stuff? Yeah, it's great. It's awesome. That, yeah. um, what was it, Girls Club? Whatever the fuck it was called. That great. last video, it was, if you haven't watched it, it uh, Justin McElroy of Polygon is reviewing every FMV game from the 90s and he's doing a fantastic job of it. Yes. So yeah, you should go watch that. Um, like the footage they put out on their Kickstarter thing is sure as shit HD versions of that footage. Like it sure. looks pretty great, but hey, do you want more Night Trap? Can I still watch those girls uh, dancing in the living room while that girl they plays should just, They should just release that for $20. Well, just that scene? Mm-hmm. I'd, I'd be okay with that. Just that scene. Um, I, just so want, that, I want to watch her sing the Night Trap theme over and over again because the Night <laughs> Trap theme's great. Oh, it's... Oh, it's... Oh. Watch out behind you, Night Trap. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> oh, it's bad that I know as much of that song as I do. It's incredible. It's really bad. Yeah. Um, so that is all the news I have. I don't know if you have anything else. No, I got nothing. Cool. So uh, we'll be back in two weeks. What are you up to? I mean, we're still... We're still, still in a drought. Still I'm seriously... the ground. Um... I'm seriously considering buying um, Dead Rising 3 for PC just for something to do. Yeah, I, yeah, possibly. I mean, are you involved? I mean, did you get the Diablo 3 expansion? Oh, I got that ages ago. Oh, it was... It was I wrote a the... review for the site. Yeah. Oh, you, but the, was that the expansion? Oh, it was the expansion. You totally did. Yeah. Yes, I knew that. I was just testing. Um, yeah. You I'm never looking... read my shit, do you? <laughs> I do. Oh, shit. You had a review going up today. I did, yeah. Yes, okay, cool. I'll go back. So what was your review today? Uh, the the indie game, a story about my uncle. Yes, and it looked, looked pretty cool. I might actually go and, yeah. it's go a very and get cool involved game. in that. Um, so you're coming up. I'm just looking to see what there is here. A Counter Spy looks kind of cool. It's an indie game from... Yeah, that, uh, no, I think, I think, I think you should play Hohokum. I, Hohokum I, is a very you game. It it's a game that's like not it, really a game... It does, but it also doesn't seem like it has a lot of point. Which <laughs> and like it's like it's like what I was saying earlier with Proteus. Like there's no there's no point to that game. Like you, it, sure, it, it just is. Yeah. So maybe I, I might I might pick it up. It depends if it's, if it goes cheap or whatever. Yeah. Counter Spy looks kind of cool. Um, Counter Spy does look That good. is made by Dynamite, who are X. Some other company that were pretty good about. Uh, oh, they were ex Lucas Arts guys. Sure. So yes, that looks kind of cool. It's got a cool art style, so I may end up picking that up. Um, Gravity Badgers. What? I don't know. I'm that seems like my kind of game. I'm looking at a list of games that are coming out. And this is August nineteenth. Gravity Badgers, action game developed and published by Wales Interactive for multiple platforms. Okay. 
Okay. It's coming out for a bunch of stuff. Tell me, tell me what that game is. I want to play it. I will, I'll, I'll go have a look after we're done here. Um, Lethal League is finally coming out. Proper version of Lethal League. Yeah, that game looks awesome. Which was pretty cool. It's a fun game. Um, well, that was the other thing I briefly looked at. Um, I got the iPad version of the last Ace Attorney's game. Um, oh, Dual Destinies. Or Dual Destinies. It, yeah. it looks really, really cool on iPad and all those 3D yeah. models and stuff. They That game looks pretty cool. Cool. Um... That's yeah, kind it's not of a lot it. else, yeah. Um, Gauntlet. Like the old Gauntlet game? Yeah, like, or like the, the, the new Gauntlet is coming out okay. September 3rd. Whatever. Anyway, there's other stuff. There's, there's yeah. stuff, um, but not a lot. So it'll probably be a bunch of I'll recording finish, of I'll old finish games. the Wolf Among Us and then maybe yeah. buy Dead Rising. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, we'll see. Um, so yeah, that's kind of it. What we've got coming up on the site. Um, I'm going to try and record a bunch of stuff this week. Hopefully try and get your freelancer thing together. Because I haven't be done nice. anything um, with that yet, so we'll try and do that. Um, and yeah, that's kind of it. There's not a lot going on, but we will try and at least keep stuff going up. I'll, yeah, if we get to Detroit, I'll try and record some. We are that thing we were going to record. Yes, we are going to record that this week, probably. Okay, tomorrow. I don't know. Uh, no, not tomorrow. Okay, at some point this week, we'll have to record that because I yes. Need- People need to see that thing. I think I need to play that game, yeah. Yeah, people need to see that game. Um, so yeah, so we'll try and keep you guys entertained, but if not, we'll be back I'm in just two gonna, weeks. I'm just going to sit by myself and do my Michelle Ansel impression <laughs> for probably the next two keep weeks. Keep yourself entertained, so... I'm just going to pretend to be Michelle Ansel for two weeks, so it'll be Special great. Special guest, Michelle Ansel, would you like to take us out? I don't... You need to do all the sign-off stuff. I'm oh not... yeah, sure. So the site is gameengine.start.com, where all of our stuff will be. Um, all our ratings, the podcast, all our videos will be on there. Um, our videos are also on the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash GameEngineStart. Um, you can get updates from our stuff on Facebook and Twitter. If you just search for Game Engine Start on there, you will find us. Um, email podcast at GameEngineStart.com. And that's probably it. So, Mr. Ansel, take I, I, I appreciate you letting me on the show in your uh, digital opinion zone. <laughs> no problem, Mr. Ansel. But now I miss I miss Gobi and ruminate on <laughs> video games. <laughs> so from myself, Callum, and Mr. Ansel, we'll we. see you in two weeks. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>